Do you enjoy the paranormal? Are you curious about things that go bump in the night? No, I don't mean your parents doing the hibbity-dibbity. If so, then listen to Supernatural Selection. Kevin the Bastard and guests will lead you on a wild ride of aliens, Bigfoot, and time cubes, plus much more. Tune in Fridays at midnight and Sundays at noon, only on DeviantBehaviorRadio.com. Today I am here with so professional. some friends of mine. Listen, dude, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you. I've decided 100% after episode 100, I am no longer even going to bother doing the intro. I'm just going to start talking because I've done it for some episodes. It's so much smoother. You can just sit there and talk and let the the music fade away, and then you get into your conversation. Bring it in like that and whatever. But since there is a formidable amount of y'all and I can't just like casually have one conversation with y'all about like chickens, you know, running out of food or something like that, then I just wanted to introduce you guys. Sick in the summer, the band is here. What's up guys? How are y'all? It's good. Hey, hey. Doing good. This is the most people I've ever had in my house, but also had uh, <laughs> uh, in on the podcast at one time and we're doing it live. We're sitting in here chilling. Talking, uh, talking shit. I want to start you guys. They can't see you guys, but just let's do something corny. We're going to go around in a circle, but the circle is going to start with Dakota Roms over there in the corner. It's going to start And uh, then it can go towards this direction. And you guys just say what y'all play in the band and who you are. My name is Dakota Roms, and I play bass for Seek in the Summer. And yeah, that's all I do. <laughs> I'm Colby, and I sing. Uh, I'm Clint, I play guitar. <laughs> I'm Max, and I play drums. I'm Tim, and I play guitar. Yes, yes, cool. See, look yeah, at that. I feel like I'm in high school. Hey, <laughs> at least I, I thought about making you guys stand up and have, yeah. have a paragraph. Say something about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell me, tell, like, what was your first, your first uh, pet's name, you know? Uh, yeah, make you guys do a pledge of allegiance to the Gucci Mane painting back there. <laughs> that is a pretty sick. That is a pretty sick painting that I'm very grateful to have. Uh, you painted that? I did. I'm glad what? I have the painting. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like <laughs> you look so so shocked to believe that I could create such a thing. Oh, uh, don't know what you mean. It, well, now I'm just trying to corner you into saying it either looks good or. Uh, it yeah. looks like art. Yeah, it looks like art. <laughs> yeah. 
That's fair. Uh, yeah, so, look, you guys are, I mean, all of you are from, are you technically from Pike County? Okay. Lincoln County. Lincoln same. County? Yeah. Uh, oh. I <laughs> all of y'all are like, oh. Uh, I, am, I wasn't aware of that when I joined the band. Yeah. It's like, he's like, oh, we have property. He's like, we have property, like, uh, like for school district. Like, if you want to go to North Pike, you're like, oh, you got, like, such and such owns a rental trailer out there, so uh, my kid can go. But I I'm just kidding. But all of you guys are from the area, obviously, very well uh, formed yes. around the area uh, of Pike County. Uh, what is it uh, What is it like for you guys who have come from Pike County? <laughs> Wait, are we supposed to be honest? No, I'm kidding. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm like, pause. I just shut it down. Like, well, this one, you grew up in California. Yeah, you're not even from Mississippi. Like, I'm from Long Beach, California. Oh. Ugh. Tell us a story, Tim. When I was a boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am a little bit three. I am a little bit curious. <laughs> the, <laughs> the hardest, the hardest one. Oh shit! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Definitely should have been on the toxic tunes and trends show. Uh, but I am a little curious, just, you know, for you, how long ago did you move to the South? Um, six years ago. Six years ago, yeah. okay. Well, any particular reason why? You got family down here? Or? Yeah, my mom and stuff stays here, and then I just came down just to, yeah, I don't know. He got stuck. Yeah, I got yeah. stuck. Yeah, it happens. So, now, a real curious question is, like, uh, Obviously, there's pros and cons to in both. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, there's, I mean, me personally, the pros and cons might would be different from someone who say lives there. Yeah, but yeah. like, uh, in your opinion, what would you say some of the pros and cons of living there versus living here? I mean, you obviously grew up out there, I see. Yeah, yeah. So you probably are like it's a little slow. Like the over pros here. and cons of living there over here, either or, vice versa. Uh, or I'm sure there's one you could uh, judge them by the tone of the. You can the start with start with the short list. Like, yeah. <laughs> start with the pros of living here because that should be like. I want to see what the pros I mean, are. All right, there's. Uh, oh. <laughs> there's no traffic here. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit. That's what I was gonna say. That it's a little slower. Yeah, well, a little more spaced out. In every sense of the word. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's about it. Yeah, everything's just easily accessible yeah. over there. It's any, any, it's all pretty much twenty-four hours. Right, you could get everything's anything within walking distance. Yeah, you don't have to eat the same shit like yeah. every fucking day. Or, I'm not to yes, all right. <laughs> no, 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 full stop, dude. Get carried away. I'm just but yeah, it's just convenience is the biggest thing. Yeah, the biggest difference between Long Beach and here is sure. convenience. Yeah. But, yeah, that definitely makes sense because, I mean, for, to my understanding and just in my little bit of experience in bigger cities, it is, you see, like, within walking distance is literally everything you need. Yeah. My brother says he rarely uses his vehicle, and when he does, it's by choice, you know, just out of luxury. He lives in Chicago right now, but his thing and everything he needs, he can either just get it brought to his crib or... You just walk to it? Yeah, or just walk to wherever he needs to go, and that's anything. Well, anything. Like, even with the band, like... You know, finding shows and stuff. Yeah. It's super easy over here. Man. It's L.A. Yeah. (laughs) Something I will say, you know, obviously in bigger cities you're going to have a bigger market, so therefore if there's a bigger market then there's, you know, more people willing to let people do shows and stuff like that. And to me it seems like, you know, compared to... When we were younger, it was more difficult. It was very difficult to find shows. But it seems like now that that hasn't necessarily... Like, there's a gap. It's almost like so many people that did shows... 
like stopped at the same time, like in Mississippi specifically, yeah. or they became, I don't this isn't, they almost got shut off from like the scene. Like anybody who like was brought over to today from back then, they kind of, they don't really do much stuff to like curate a scene or keep a scene like uh, nourished, if you will. And that's, you know, whatever. I mean, I make rap music now, so yeah. I don't even, I make a po- I literally am too lazy to make music. I make a podcast. I talk shit <laughs> like three or four times a week and I call it a day, but uh, I digress. But it is something that does kind of suck now, though. Something that I've talked about with you guys or various. <laughs> I'm sorry, pause, pause, pause. We were on the way over here. They were like, I wonder how many times Shane is going to say, and I quote, I digress. <laughs> it's been twice so far. I don't want to say on, I don't want to say on the record who it is. Just because, well, by the time this podcast comes out, I'm probably going to say, J-Rad is episode 100, and we recorded our episode last weekend. Now... He was like, dude, I can't believe that you've been doing this shit for like like three years now and you haven't stopped saying that. <laughs> 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 he was like he's like, I swear to God, you say that like three or four times every A episode. Minute. Oh and, my god. And it takes uh it is definitely it is something that even my bosses at my day job they definitely crack jokes about me saying I no, digress. I, and I wanna say like I love it. I think it's awesome. Like it's such a Nice word, yeah. but at the same time, like every time I'm around you now, it pops out yeah. so badly. I'm telling you, I'm thinking, I'm thinking what you know. Once the the show grows a little bit more, I want to make sure it's to just say I digress. I digress. You say like op on the back or neck or something yeah, like yeah. that. Just I digress, dude. dude actually, oh, no. uh, <laughs> it's an old shirt, but uh, one of the old Pike County's finest shirts, and it was the one that had it was, it was full black print. Yeah, and it had the, the white hand and the black hand, chicken hands yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, I wore that to work the other day, and I don't know why. I had like four or five of those dudes that were just like, dude, where can I get that shirt? Oh, I was man. just like, I don't know. Man. You see, they're like, hey, anymore. man, look, they don't make them anymore, but, but I can run you a deal on this one, dude. Like, they, only eighty nine ninety nine. Uh But no, that's crazy. I've, you know, I'm trying to think. Like, obviously, you two guys have played in a band before a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, like 20 years ago. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's really been like, what was it? 12, 12 years? 13 years, years now? 14. I do the math Jesus, every year. Yeah. It's too long. I mean, you might as well say we've never played in a band before at yeah, this point. Yeah. So. yeah, okay. Yeah, so basically it's like a fresh start is what you're saying. Yeah, something like that. And that, that was y'all, both of y'all's first band, Silence of Security, just so we're clear. Oh, we had to name drop them, right? <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. A lot of the people that will be listening to this will appreciate that piece of history there, but... Uh, it so is a piece of history. Right? Y'all That's both were, sure. played the same instruments at the time: bass and guitar, and also bass. Yes, and also bass. And you probably you probably like computer drums. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, that was before I knew how to do all that. Uh, it, it was in other people's hands. Right, right, cool. Uh, Colt was a drummer. Yeah, he yeah. was the drummer. Colt was a drummer. Yeah. Who didn't y'all have another guitarist? Uh, so, yeah, we had, had several. A, a couple. <laughs> Irrelevant, I guess. But, uh, no, so, okay, yeah, I remember when you guys, me personally, I remember when you guys started, y'all two started playing music. Now, uh, Max, you were playing drums at a young age, mm-hmm. uh, an oddly young age. Well, I, I got my Sprit, first... It, 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 no, oh, this is before that. This is way before that. I know what you're talking about, though. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> it's still on YouTube. I, yeah, I need to take it down and find that somewhere. I, it's still on YouTube. Yeah, it's still on okay. YouTube. Um, I started playing 
when I was uh, what I was told was about two and a half, three years old. I would start, you know, hitting stuff with you know pots and you pans. Had some and pans. Yeah, and then uh, they got me a little first set kit when I was five, and then my uncle gave me a real drum set at age seven or eight. And that's when it started. Yeah. So you just been you just yeah. been banging every since. That, yeah, and now I <laughs> I've been I, I bang all the time. And um, let me bang. Also, bro. teach how to bang. So there you go. That's awesome. Okay, so and for me, obviously, just from uh, afar, I've noticed Colby. You are like a virtuoso at virtually everything. Is what it seems like. I just like playing all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Big, uh, big. Obviously, a big music guy. I've yeah. noticed over the years for sure. Uh, where did you have reach your humble beginnings with music? Uh, when I was 13, we started playing music with my grandma's cousins. We play like bluegrass and country on the weekends. Okay. And I played with them for a while and got with uh, some friends around Macomb. Luke Benson was one of them. We yeah. did some music stuff. I played in Phobia Tree with Jonathan That's Hay. That's right. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of yeah. around that time, I guess. I wish we were all so young. It's like, what who would you have been doing playing in like this yeah. elementary band pretty much before that? Yeah. It's like, but. That's crazy. That's awesome, though. So, I remember, uh, I remember whenever y'all played music, and Fovia Tree was like a a, a, a blip in time. <laughs> uh, and then later on, the band, I remember the band that you were in with Luke. Y'all's music. Y'all did a bunch of sh- stuff. Shit, I almost censored myself on my own podcast. <laughs> but uh, I'm just so used to saying really degrading shit to the rest of y'all. And Colby seems like such a nice guy. Uh, don't be funny. Like, yeah, he's not. Really. <laughs> Really peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. It's like, yeah, I mean, get a haircut. But, uh, cool. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, actually. So, shit's long. I have another uh, another thing that, what? I wonder who's got the longer hair. He definitely uh, has I think you, yeah, I think. You're close, though. Mine is long, but his is definitely longer than mine. He's got that beautiful yeah. line, man. Let's just watch the box of blue. <laughs> what? Yeah, there, oh, that's not what you want to hear. There is, uh, there is always a thing, like, for me, like, like Max, whenever you started, like, what was your first big show you ever remember going to? Oh man! See, I don't know if you count though, because you've seen like Motley Crue and shit like that. Yeah, yeah um, <laughs> like, I've seen everybody from uh, Four Today and Whitechapel to uh, all the way up to Journey and Rush. I mean, uh, what was your first metal concert you went to first, that wasn't in an arena or something like that? My first metal concert that actually I would have to say technically would be the Rotary Gym, but. If Thanks. we're talking about like a real, well, let's go like real deal, it was Whitechapel and House Blues in New Orleans. And that was, what, no, 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 I'm sorry, sorry. It was Vince Sinful. Before, Vince we saw them twice on the same tours, whenever they first released the White Album. Uh, okay. I think it was self-titled. And yeah. we went to Biloxi and they played in the dome down there, the yeah. arena they got. And then they came to the House of Blues in New Orleans on the same tour. We Man. went back again. Imagine how cool it would be to see them in a place and we as saw them as House of Blues. It was insane. And we also got to see him twice with the Riff before he died, before he passed away. Yeah, R.I.P. So. <clears throat> R.I.P. Riff. Clint, what was the first big concert you went to and not getting <coughs> Poison or something like that? Oh, Leave me alone. So, I mean, I started going to. Well, actually, I got into metal. We listened to like uh, all the remains as we lay dying. I think Dakota and you know you and everyone sure. else kind of got me into that. We went to shows at like the Rotary Gym and New Heights. But yeah. the first big. <coughs> I think it was Club Fire in Jackson. We saw uh, that shit was that was a great show. As I lay dying, uh, 
the human abstract. <clears throat> Who else played at that show? Yeah. yeah. It was, it was a good show. It was awesome. It was yeah. As laid down by Children of My Bride, the Human Abstract, and uh, I can't think of the name I of the other band. I always forget that other band's name. It was another band. Forza. <laughs> oh man, I'm not even gonna try to waste no more time on it because it's gonna. I, I see I'm doing it already. Though. Yeah, it's, it's too late. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. I remember that concert though, because that was that was the last time that I saw Asley dying, which is crazy. <laughs> to me, but because I, uh, I, I saw him at Cornerstone Music Festival, and then two days later I saw him in New Orleans. I um, saw them in Baton Rouge whenever Tim Lambesis was freshly out of prison, and it was amazing. They played with <laughs> they played with Phineas and Currents, and it was, the hero was the other one. Yes, that's the one. The one I listened to the least because they sounded bizarre. It's a festival, yeah. Listen, Cornerstone Music Festival was awesome. It was weird, but it was awesome. Christian well, music festival. I've seen videos. Uh, it looked uh, Christian uh, rock music. Very festival like. <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, dude, I mean, it was party time central because this is the thing. I just just party time. It. You could. There's probably what other. Did you, what did you do during party time? Like <laughs> read the Bible and. <laughs> <laughs> she talked about. I'm gonna say a couple of times. <laughs> but no, that, I mean that was. Back in the day, you could go there and see everybody. I yeah. mean, all the bands that, like, especially for us, we got lucky because back in the day, bands would come through Jackson. And sometimes they'd come through here, but, like, Jackson would get a good bit of, you know, touring national bands. Not, like, bands that should be playing House of Blues, but the market was, there was still a smaller yeah. market enough to where it was, like, you'd get Face Down Records bands, Solid State bands, Tooth and Nail bands, maybe a Metal Blade band every now and then. I mean, Asley Dying came. They were Metal Blade. Yeah, I heard there was a good scene around here. It used to be. And Had- used to be. Hattiesburg. Brilliant. Didn't Era play at, like, Johnson Chapel at one point before they were big? Yeah. yeah. And then we had, uh, what's that other band? Uh, the Great Divide or some shit? Uh, yeah. The I, Crimson Tide or something? Some, that's, yeah, something like that. <laughs> I don't remember, but it was like... Uh, the, that's oh, who I'm talking about. The there. band that was in the Taylor Swift music video. What? <laughs> there was a band, a metal band. Oh, the Great Commission. The Great Commission. The Great yeah, 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 yeah. They came to Joe's Chop. And now, to the credit, they were actually pretty alright. But I went back and listened to one of their songs, just Draw the Line, I think. And I'm not going to lie to you. Like, it's literally the closest thing to zero, 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 zero that I've ever seen. It's, it's literally just <laughs> it was open. I mean, like, literally just same chords. Like the know. entire song? But, yeah, but it works. I mean, yeah. it works. <laughs> I'm not trying to talk, you know, smack about them or anything. Like, they're good guys. But, like, you remember guys, Bermuda? So, I do remember. I saw Bermuda here. One band that y'all got to see. Yeah. I said I couldn't remember. One band that y'all got to see. I know you three, maybe. I don't know if Colby did or not, but I never got to see was a plea for purging. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, we, Andy, we uh, played a show with them, except we didn't play the show <laughs> yet. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about because that. Y'all broke down. We don't have to talk about that. Yeah, let's not talk about that. I'm pretty sure that like, Colt said like the same thing. <laughs> he was like, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> but, uh, no, that was... Uh, that was. I need to hear about this later. I, <laughs> I used to. I used to pride myself. I, used, I say I used to. Now the only little bit of thing I have of pride from back then that I can brag about from playing music back in the day was that I played with a plea for Persian five different times with five different projects. Wow! I never got to see them live <laughs> once. That's for crazy. Sure. They had that one show. I don't know. I don't remember if you were there. I'm pretty sure you were there. There was at that church. That shout out to Kyle Bush. Kyle Bush got kicked out of. <laughs> 
Up in Jackson? <laughs> yeah, it was Armageddon and Shaken both played. And a plea for Purgeon played too. I don't know. Every time I saw him was in Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They played Jackson a lot. That's what's crazy about you never seeing him. Well, they're from <clears throat> Tennessee. Yeah. Think, huh? Yeah. I mean, they kind of like, uh, <clears throat> sort of like before those Rosalind, like, I mean, you know, they could have just said this to every town that they went and hung out with and slept with people from, but it was like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, they'd be like, Jackson is like one of our second homes, man. I mean, just saying, every yeah. show I go to, the band, like, one of the bands says that. We love this Like, town. no matter where yeah. I'm at. We love this place. <laughs> you guys have been the best spot all tour. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. With it's the first day of the tour. <laughs> you in the crowd, you're my favorite person so far. Yeah. With Before there was Roslyn and I believe Virgin, they, they probably meant it when they were up in Jackson. I mean, Jackson yeah. showed some love at every yeah. show. <laughs> yeah, that's Especially uh, Rosalind's last show in Jackson. At that warehouse? Yes. yes. Oh, that was, that was, that was crazy. crazy. I think Aaron Van Dam was at He that. was. Yeah. He brought yeah. me there. I think I was about to say, so wow. random. I'm pretty sure that that's how I got up there, too. It's possible. Is that possible? It is possible. I, I, I mean, anything is possible. Yeah. yeah. We were talking about going to Houston. For the final we were talking show. about going all the way to Houston for the last show. We did go to Houston once. We got lost in a uh, in a state park in Houston. <laughs> oh, dude! Oh my God, you did too. Me and Dakota were me and Dakota were on tour per se, and we had like four days off. And Shaking was like, "We're gonna stay in this national park, mind you." Which seemed like a oh, great idea. Oh, I went idea. with Dutch and Jack. Yes. yes, it seemed like an awesome idea for all of about four hours. And me and Dakota were like, "This is fucking boring." <laughs> <laughs> We didn't even have the RV yet, did we? No, it was, still it was a van. It was a van because I like slept on the floor because they had an air conditioner in there. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "This is better than sleeping we on the said, ground." We said, "Screw this," and went to the hotel. <laughs> I remember we ate at Denny's. We went to Denny's. What the fuck is up, Denny's? Yeah. Uh, uh, me and Jack I, and Dutch. I remember Dutch and you got tattoos. Yeah, let's see it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's not talk about that. <laughs> Dude, I'm curious. Dude, loyalty unbound. Bro. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was Dakota's first tattoo. Was it that yeah. fine piece of yeah. work? <laughs> it was awesome. And him and Dutch both got their first tattoos on that trip. And I think that we got somebody, whoever wanted either you or Dutch, to buy some pipe tobacco. And we we're like, oh, rebellion! Dutch even called that corn cob pipe. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, that's for doing drugs out of. <laughs> <laughs> We had these little, look dude, we bought a bunch of pipe tobacco and these little metal unfoldable pipes and we're like, oh, the magnet. We don't have to smoke enough of it. Yeah, he's going to take us where we need to go. <laughs> but nonetheless, I also remember that me and Jack, while walking the grounds one night, found a wallet that had like 90 something dollars in it. And we took the cash out of it. We're like, oh no, we can't do nothing with this. We don't need to steal it. So we stuck it in an air vent. And like years later, like an air vent inside of this state park. So it's probably not going to, it probably still has not been cleaned out, if for all we know. So that guy, not, we should have just taken the money, put the wallet back on the ground, and left. And I didn't even think about that until like 10 years later. <laughs> I was like, dude, I think like, you know. Well, or you could have just like. Not taking the money. That's cool. <laughs> we, we <probably laughs> that, is, that is a little bit of a, uh, a genius that you're speaking there. I didn't uh, take that into consideration. This was a great beer, Max. It would be cooler if I had another one. Well, you want me to get you another one? You, yeah, I mean, I mean you don't have I'm, to, I'm on my last one, so yeah. I need more. Yeah. Can you, can yeah, you do me a solid yeah, as well? You want one of your IPAs or you want one of mine? Uh, yeah, I'll take one of yours. Okay. That sounds way cooler. Thanks, you know. Why are you 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Kevin Warner Tim's. I'm good, bro. I appreciate you. Okay, so you're the only one. <laughs> so I'm grabbing everything. All right. <laughs> just pick the fridge up and bring it. I got you. Max just comes Did back. Did you get my subway out of the car? No. Uh, Can you go to subway? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's only thirty minutes away, but uh. <laughs> no, nah, I you know it's something that's interesting to me, especially you know you got you guys are older like at this point, so I mean you guys have like, Oof. like <laughs> I'm actually pretty sure I don't know about Colby. I know Max is younger than me. I know that all three of you guys are older than I am. Yeah, we're just a bunch of like thirty year old dudes doing pop punk for some reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, well, it's interesting. Okay, for starters, as a you know. Uh, a non-starter, no, non-starter is a bad thing. Uh, just for starters, you guys have great music. Your music sounds good. It, it, it sounds wonderful. We're going to put some music at the beginning of this. Little music <laughs> Might do an ad in the middle, begging people to give me money in the middle. There's <laughs> music underneath that. But <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't usually do the ads in the middle, but I might this time. Who knows? But... Um, getting desperate, I need a new computer. Slap that puppy. I see that, you're using a computer to set your computer on. Yeah, so. that's just that's my <laughs> happenstance. This one right here sucks. This one right here sucks too. Yeah, is it a PC? No, that's a Mac. It is. So you know it sucks. It's a, <laughs> Buddy, hold on. It's a 2011. It's a, it, uh, it will only update so far. <laughs> Damn, this thing came prepared. <laughs> But you know, you, you put these back. Whenever the room gets nice and cleared out for good, which we're in the process of, has been for three years. But when it gets fully cleaned out, we'll be able to successfully uh, put a small fridge in here. So we can just do that. I can focus more. Let me get this one. Why not? That's good. You ever had one? Uh, I'm sure it's around for a long time. Right? Beat a strawberry. I'm going to pull my favorite beer. Oh. It's so refreshing. <laughs> Look to the microphone, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> Colby? Now, I imagine, I, I don't know for sure, but I, I, know the, I know what kind of music these guys have listened to, historically speaking. You, particularly, I can't really speak for what you're... I, I know the kind of music that I've heard you make on your own, but like as far as like metal music, you ever get deep off into metal music? Uh, not too much. I used to listen to As I Lay Dying, <coughs> Mans and stuff. Sure. Uh, dance, Gavin, dance, and stuff oh. like that was about as heavy as it got for me most of the time. Under oath, you know, right? But. Uh, okay, I got you. That like I don't know that I would call it this, but like people call it like post-hardcore screamo. Yeah, yeah I, I like, prefer a little bit of singing in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I definitely a little less, little less blast beats, a little more clean vocals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and see, that's that's understandable to Gross. to me. <laughs> What's funny, unfortunately for me, and I say unfortunately now, but you mentioned dance, Gavin, dance in the past, like. Since I met my wife, I had never listened to them. I have heard of that band since back in the day. Like they, and that's one thing that is amazing to me that it's come forth from. I'm like, they're like the biggest band right now, and it's like, I'm not gonna lie to you, I've still never heard one of their songs. What? To this day, I've still I've never heard one of their songs. They it's a love it or hate it kind of band. Sometimes, yeah, they are incredibly <laughs> unique to be as big as they are. Mm-hmm. To me, like, because some of their music is just so like. Just whimsical, like out of this world. Yeah, it's pretty like, out there. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about like uh, bands like the Dillinger Escape Plan. Like, if you listen to their stuff, it's like, how did y'all get this popular? <laughs> yeah, Dillinger Escape Plan because they probably toured a lot. But they're and, good. I mean, yeah. they're really good. Don't be wrong, but like, it, it's I'm just equating it to that kind sure. of thing. It's like they've also been around for a long ass time. I think since the '90s. Yeah, but that, I mean 90s. that math core stuff. It's like crazy. 
Dance Gavin Dance is a great band, but when I went, I'm pretty sure that when I went to go see Dance Gavin Dance, the first time I went to go see them, they played with this band that just played New Orleans not too long ago. I wanted to ask you guys what y'all think about them. This I can't. It's not Periphery, but their name sounds like Polyphia. 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 somebody like a little Polyphia. slower trying to say it. Yeah, Polyphia. Polyphia. An instrumental band. Yeah. 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 Polyphia. They're pretty. They're the most gnarly shit I've ever... My cousin put me onto them. He yeah, came to stay tonight a couple of weeks ago, and he's like, you got to check this band out. They're coming to New Orleans in a couple of weeks. And I was I was blown away. I was like, what the yeah. hell is this? Yeah, no, they're freaking badass. What were y'all trying to say? I'm going to go see them. I didn't know they were going to New They were playing with like two other people. Oh, they already played? Yeah. 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 Oh, I wow. thought about it, but they yeah. were... Yeah. I didn't know that you thought. No, they, those guys are gnarly. Dude, that was insane. Okay. What, he, what he was showing me, I was like, I don't know what they sound like live. I was like, but this, I just can't picture somebody playing the way they play. Like, that's one of those things you see on YouTube, and you're like, Jesus Christ, like, how do you yeah. do that? And then the fact that there's an entire band playing with them, because usually it's like some dude on drums just, you know, just playing something, and this person's like, good at that, good at that. No, drummer is crazy as well. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, there was a very good. There's a video I watched of their drummer. They were playing a some type of festival. Either way, his in ears went yeah. out. His in ears went completely out. So he had no click, no nothing, no monitor. And mm-hmm. dude still killed it. And then his drum tag just came up and started tapping the metronome on his on his leg. He played the entire set like that. Oh my god! That wild stuff played sick. the whole thing without missing a beat. And I'm like, that is. Practice, dude. That is a, a substantial amount of like. He's on the spectrum. Like, I mean, he's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like kudos to him for sure because uh, that is insane to me. I can't even fathom. I stopped playing guitar religiously back in the, a long time ago, but like when I pick it up and play it now, I'm like, I can't even think of the fact that there's people that are just capable who are like even twice my age of like playing. Stuff like that. Probably. Those guys are not twice my age. They're probably younger than me. No, yeah, that dude's like... I think he's 27. Yeah. yeah. He's a, oh, he looks younger. He looks like he's <laughs> yeah, like 18. <laughs> Must be nice. We all get old. Yeah, I mean, in, in today's age... See, this is another thing. As I was going back and looking at some of their older videos, it seemed like uh, maybe he... Is it possible that they weren't like always a band? Did he get popular like online by himself? I don't. I'm not yeah. like the scene changed. Yeah. Yeah. adapted. Yeah, and that's that's another. And I I don't have a problem with that necessarily because especially for a band like that, it's like damn, you probably have to would do a lot of touring to be able to become popular if you don't have any vocals or nothing. No. Oh, yeah. They all look like they probably hang out in K holes like whenever they're not a, a, like <laughs> actually playing music. They're probably. But I could be wrong. It's his influences of like a bunch of hip hop and stuff like that. I could see that because it sounds like some. It sounds like way, way overcomplicated, like trap music. Yeah, like that's how some of the. That's songs a pretty good, pretty good, pretty good, good analogy. analogy. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a pretty good. solid way to put yeah, it. Yeah, that's a really good analogy. Trap actually, yeah, yeah. yeah it's I think a trap metal. maybe yeah. You need to start naming the genres. Is what you need. What we thought. Our, what I was saying I was like, dude, you know how sick it would be. Even if you just took parts of it and looped it, like if you had somebody fucking rapping over this, like that would be something that would be. It sounds like something that would be on TikTok, like somebody who's you know going hard. I mean, yeah, I mean, I could do it too, yeah. but I'm also thinking of somebody who's like really focused on. I'll put something out like that, and then be like, all right, I'm going back to talking shit on a podcast. <laughs> like I'm saying, like somebody who could like do it, like you know, a new video every week, and be focused on doing some shit like that all over and over. Yeah. And it's like me personally, you know. That's one thing. Like we've been trying to, fi- uh, at least I've been trying to figure out is the whole you know social media side of things. That's a complicated. 
endeavor, but like yeah. I'm still trying to figure out how really, these dude. guys make. It's real. I do, I do all a lot. Terrible. I do a lot of drum covers. You, I mean, you know that. I do, but the problem with doing drum covers is there's copyright. Right. So I'm trying to figure out. I see these drummers on TikTok all the time. They are posting constantly all these drum covers, but they're not getting copyright claimed. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. I, I guess it's maybe a sound that TikTok has approved. You add the song afterward. So you make the video and then add the song from you, TikTok? Mm -hmm. And then you might get turned the volume all But how am down. I supposed to know where the video lines up? you got to line it up in TikTok. You, you heard it. You I'll, line up the sound you, and you, just I amplify your, your drums. I just saw somebody comment that one time. <laughs> I had the same question because I got copyright claimed. Yeah, because that's like, I try to post on TikTok, I can't post on yeah. TikTok, because yeah. it immediately gets taken down. I see a bunch of guitar people, they say, just put the main track now, and put yours. I can do it on Facebook, and I can do it on YouTube. I can do it on Facebook, because all you have to do is go under submit dispute, and you can just be like, look, this is just Facebook a... Facebook doesn't care. Yeah, this is, well, it's not a cop, it's just a, I am just commenting on this. Yo, they got TikTok, they got stupid pissed at me on Facebook, I did it well live. <laughs> this was before I started doing the radio show on Thursday nights. I went on Facebook Live, and you know, Saturday night I've been drinking or whatever, and this is when I still had Facebook. And I was like, uh, I'm like, my son's gone, so like, I'm just playing music in the living room, just chilling and playing video games, goofing off, or whatever. And then when I go on live, I just start turning my music up, and I'm just playing all kinds of shit, just going off. And the guy that does the radio station where I upload the podcast, DeviantBehaviorRadio.com, don't forget to tune in every Tuesday at 9 and every, excuse me, Tuesday at 7 and every Thursday at 9 p.m., uh, or any time of the week, but <laughs> they uh, they were like he, he was like, hey man, you should just do you can do a show, you should do a show doing this. He's like, we already pay for the licensing to be able to play ninety nine point nine percent of music on the radio station, so you can do whatever you want, and we won't get flagged or whatever. It's like I don't think there's like thousands of people tuning in to flag me either, but still. And I was like, okay, cool, that's how that came to be. But I, yeah, I was playing. And the next morning, they had taken this live video down because I had not deleted it. And it was flagged for like seven or eight different things, like these copyright violations for like, you can't do this. Blah, blah. No, I didn't get in trouble for that. No. Because they just took my video down. If it would have been one flag, they would have taken it down, but there was like seven or eight of them. Then my post got flagged for terroristic threats. And Fuck. But that's the craziest thing to me. Like, I'll put up. A cover on Facebook. I know you do covers too, a lot of covers. You'll put them up and they copyright claim them. And I'm like, why would you do that though? Because I'm not know. making. How do they even know that that's what you're doing? Like, I don't just automated, automated stuff. Yeah, but just like, like Shazam. I'm not making money off this, and it's promoting what you have out there. So why are you taking it down? Yeah, that's just spreading your stuff. I feel like 90 percent of the time that's going to be labels as opposed to artists. Yeah, I mean it's not even the actual artist. I guess they're scared somebody's going to get it for profit. It's I guess just it's easier to take it down than to even work with you. It's easy. Yeah, it's easier to take it, take it all down than to give the artist the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Set precedent. No, stupid, no. but it is it is incredibly dumb. But hey, I say that, but it's like there's a huge yeah. argument for both sides of the coin because of the fact that it's like you might not even be using any of their exact you know stuff from their music. It could be a cover, and it could be like, well, we could let that slide. But you might also have like thirty thousand followers and throwing up your cash app and your Venmo and your whatever in the video, and then, and then you, you know it's like yeah, you might have the money. video monetized, but you could have that. And that's kind of some stuff that I've talked to you about, like getting around, yeah. like Monet like hey, you people can't directly pay you on Instagram, but if you throw your shit up there every time, you never know. Somebody might be like, hey, dude, you're a great drummer, and here's some money. Yeah, it's like a lot of people don't want to capitalize on the fact that they've dedicated. Millions of hours or millions of seconds, you know, in their uh, into their craft, and it's like, well, dude, the least you can do is tell some because people say it's like begging. I'm like, dude, 
the 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 guy who's begging for money playing guitar like on Bourbon Street tonight is going to make more money than you did today. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like he's going to make more money. He's going to make the today. money, and he can go out and yeah. use that and actually invest I mean, it. The person begging for money on the side of the street doing nothing is going to make more money than you're going to make tonight. So yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, sure, exactly. And I, but I'm just saying the fact that you, if you did put it up there, hey, no obligation. I'm going to put this out for free anyway, mm-hmm. no matter what. I'm going to put it out for free because I want to promote myself or I want the world to hear it or I want my band to succeed in whatever direction I want them to succeed in. You might as well, if you're going to go by yourself, throw that out there. If you want to put some money towards this, that's fine. I digress. I got on a tangent there. But I had I used to have, I had people, they would immediately after I would post my... <laughs> I'm, I'm coming for you in a minute. I got one for you. You just wait. You just wait. But uh, it's like a, a, you post something about, hey, I got my cash app and whatever here if y'all want to. I just put out a whole project that I've had to pay for myself, which is fine. I completely understand that that's part of the, the thing here. But if you want to give me some money, that'd be great because I'd like to make more. Yeah. You know, it's like, or I'd Absolutely. like to buy a new symbol without having to go into the money that provides for, you know, inflation, baby. You know what I'm saying? And there's people out there that got more money than they know what to do with, or there's people out there that want to support you. Just to show you, people the inf- will assume that there's not inflation. You remember back in the day? I mean, with any drummer, if you've ever bought anything, uh, as far as that goes, even back in the day, it was expensive. You know, if you bought, you know, a good crash symbol, you were still going to spend two hundred bucks at least on that crash symbol. Right. The crash symbol, just the one crash symbol I just bought for my kit, is five hundred dollars. It's one. Oh my god. Both of them on my kit are five. I have one thousand dollars just in two crash symbols, not including stands. It, it it the inflation on those things wasn't wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of money. That's a lot for, for, for two yeah. fucking symbols. <laughs> yeah, I have a. Uh, How long do they last? Um, not long. A year. Depends on <laughs> maybe maybe About a year. One practice for Max. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can beat them bad boys. <laughs> I, dude, I need to bring my china. I still want to. I want to turn that into a clock. That broken ass china I got. Oh yeah, yeah. I beat it to the point to where you know how china comes out. Like this, yeah. and I don't mean beat it like that. Um, <laughs> I mean the way you're yeah. dead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but the way it curves out, okay, especially as it sounds, I broke it within that curve. It's all the way around the rim. Yeah. So I mean, it literally the whole outer edge of it is just hanging. That's crazy. It's awesome. Uh, I, I was proud. Did you feel empowered? I did. I all did. About breaking curves. Me too. <laughs> All right. Anyways, <laughs> as a, as a collective, you guys have like a have like each each of you. You go ahead and you know whatever. Tell me your band, Sick in the Summer. What is it? What band would you eat? Or name three bands that you think that fans of those three bands would like y'all's band. Well, I think the obvious one would probably be a Dead Remember. Um, a Dead Remember would be the first one. I, I don't know if y'all agree with me, but I would still say uh, Fall Out Boy and All Time Low. I think personally, for for me, I think we share some stuff with all, those three bands. Especially that new I, one, yeah, yeah. Especially the like all time, the new all time low. Like, I, I love similar. Fall Out Boy. Like, they're probably mm-hmm. I would argue I think that's Colby's favorite band. I, would, I was gonna say I'd arguably say they're like top five bands for me of all time, mm-hmm. at least top ten. But uh, so that's great. But you guys are so much maybe melody wise and stuff, but. You guys are so much more driving than Fall Out Boy. Oh, yeah, there's, <laughs> yeah. there's no doubt there. We're a little more sped up. What, do you, th- what do you think, Clint? <sighs> in, your, mean, in your humble opinion. I could just repeat the same thing. I mean, uh, I have to put this down for like all the... Like whenever we signed up to do the festival and they are like, give yeah. us three 
for fans of bands, and I'm just like, I think of bands that are what we want to sound like, but then sure. that's not what we never actually sound way. like. Yeah. I mean, I, obviously, I would say, just like he said, A Day to Remember. And then I think I just named off, like, two other just random pop-punk bands. I said, like, Neck Deep. Not that I really think we even sound like Neck Deep at all. Yeah. I don't really know what we even sure. sound like. I get it. If that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying we're like, oh, we don't, we're like a new thing. We don't sound like anybody. That but, works, you know, too, though, because of the fact that it's like fans of Neck Deep in Mississippi could probably come see y'all at the Columbia yeah. uh, Festival or whatever and be like, hey, I like them too. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> for, for fans of, doesn't necessarily mean that you sound like this band. It's like, if you like this band, then you know, maybe right. you'll like our music too. So. Got you. Colby, you kind of uh, in the same vein? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, the Fall Out Boy thing. I mean, obviously, I, I love Fall Out Boy, so that's going to come through when right. I write stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. Dakota? <laughs> same thing, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, no, That's a good response. <laughs> oh, well, it's a, you're the bastion of hope to change the uh, narrative here. Fucking Black Dolly of Murder! Well, I mean, to be honest, I've never even, like, really listened to Pop Bunker yeah. before. I, yeah. This guy just asked me if I wanted to play guitar, and I was yeah. like, yeah. Are we going to get on this subject now? I was like, I can learn. I mean, <laughs> what subject is there to, to get I mean, on? it's just the subject of the fact that, like, none of... Oh, I can't say none of us, but, like, when this project originated, like... Shout out to Jason Galt. He's the, the godfather of all the happenings that are happening. Yeah, he has a way of uh, bringing, um, bringing them together. But he just hit me up one day, and he was like, Hey, man, I wanted to be in a pop-punk band. And I was like, Okay, Jason, I don't really listen to a lot of pop punk or know how to play pop punk but if that's what you want to do like I'll try and work something out so he's on the way to my house and I literally google I was like you know like Siri what what uh like what frets on the guitar like what scale is like for pop punk and they're like yeah it's the major scale and then we went from there we just like shit out a song in the major scale and <laughs> just kept going by the way Jason where's our video you guys shot a music video yeah, yeah. Whole video. we did that's yeah. awesome that's well awesome. we shot something <laughs> we were there for it <laughs> oh, I'm, I, undoubtedly Undoubtedly, I'm pretty sure Jason will come around. Like, it'll go around. Jason, yeah, Jason, he, Jason would probably have loved to have sat in on this podcast. He obviously. said, and I quote, that the video will be ready definitely by the time the, the next season of Stranger Things comes out. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey. When, were you the one to, um I couldn't remember. Somebody was telling me to watch it. I think the last time I was over here, you told me. We love me, you, Jason. Yeah, we would all love you, Jason. <laughs> but... I think you were telling me to watch Stranger Things, though. No? I might have. I doubt it. I've like never time, seen an episode. Since the last time, since one. the last time, it's a great, it's a good show, but yeah, it's it kind of slow to start, but yeah. you get into it. I just finished watching Peaky Blinders. Yeah, nice, the Peaky fucking Blinders. <laughs> I gotta see the last season. <laughs> oh my yeah, god! I just watched it in one day at work. Just the whole season. Dude, we just finished it last night. <laughs> don't even say shit. Oh, don't be. Don't pull a Britney. <laughs> the Peaky Folk. Arthur's my favorite, dude. I love Arthur. He goes so hard, dude. Not because of anything regarding the last season specifically, but no. Oh, okay. Well, last episode. <laughs> last episode was top tier. It was like a short movie. The last episode was like an hour and thirty minutes, and it was gangster. Wait, 
but uh, Bo, are you were you about to digress? I didn't want to. I, was, I, did. <laughs> I did. I did digress. I did digress. But no, I for me personally, like when I think about pop, modern jazz, like pop punk, whatever is going on with that. To me, like I'm not caught up. Like I don't know. Like I've listened to a few Neck Deep songs, mm-hmm. probably because my wife, or because yeah. at some point he was playing it when we were randomly together the last little while that I lived in town. So like I never really listened to much of the story so far. That's another one of those bands that like yeah. my wife was super into them when we first got together. I never listened to them that much. They got a couple of songs that get a little stuck in your ear, your ear or whatever. But like I just don't care enough about that stuff. Like I'm also grown. So like I and still for some reason I just like aggressive music. Yeah. I don't care if it's rap music. I don't care if it's metal music, punk music, anything in between. Something that's loud and s- at least semi-aggressive. I also have my, you know, my Iron and Wine, Bright Eyes, <laughs> like uh, you know, Postal Service, like Weenie Boy music as well that I like to listen to. My Brightest Diamond. Don't know if you guys have ever listened to My Brightest Diamond. I have not. Uh, very obscure. Check them out. I listen to like, everything now. Yeah. yeah. I, I think right on. Me and you, we were talking about. Um, this is an interesting one. I've started recently getting into. After I went to the Tom Segura show. Yeah. He's a big fan of the Wu Tang Clan. Yeah. And that, and that that era of rap, and I started listening to it a lot lately. Yeah, that's. I don't know that's why. What I grew up on. Like, yeah. <laughs> I didn't grow up on it, but I, I started listening to it, and I was like, wow, this this shit go hard. Yeah, oh, I love this. Wu Tang Clan is classic material. The, I, I I had never listened to him before, and like I started listening, like you know, raise the ruckus and the, bring a motherfucking ruckus. <laughs> Have you ever listened <laughs> to that? Protect your neck. As you know? Blood Runs Black, I'm sure Ben, you're very familiar. Yeah. With As Blood Runs Black had that fucking like, bring the motherfucking ruckus. <laughs> they did that shit in that one song. That was the the one the band 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 the 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 first one that they had that we all listened to and we listened to the second yeah, one. Yeah, it's like the, the green, yeah, that shit was yeah. trash. <laughs> trash. <laughs> the second uh, As Blood Runs Black album was absolute dog shit. And it came out like such a long time after yeah. the first one. But the first one, like, it's like when you listen to like those guitar riffs, it's like yeah. now go back and listen to any band you played in back then. Yeah, and that's it's like it. It's like the it's, same yeah, kind yeah, of I've, shit. I've already seen videos about that. It's like this one riff Five, is seven, used eight. by like <laughs> every metalcore band ever. Was, from, you guys had a song you know, it was an old band. It was an Asley Dying song. I didn't and y'all it. had to change it. Because oh, uh, it, for Driva. <laughs> <laughs> because it sounded just like Forever Bob. Because <laughs> Gavin wrote that shit and it was literally the Asley Dying song but played in reverse. Yeah. yeah. Hmm? That's amazing. It's awesome. Well, he wrote it like that song and then we changed it and just had to... Because the Asley Dying song is Forever, right? <laughs> yes. Well, we called it for Driva and just yeah. played it backwards and... No one cared. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, was that the one with the cowbell? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that was, uh, ding, ding, I remember that damn cowbell. I wish we had the recordings of that shit because we recorded it with Dean, like the EP, and Cole, then Cole's probably got it. Cole's no, got no one has it. I've oh, checked. Man. I've asked everyone. Nobody say, has Cole, it. Cole and Scott Mitchell, which I don't think any of y'all were that close to Scott back then. But they, those two people, I feel like, have are the arbiters of all music. Like, they have, like, everything. If you need something, <laughs> yeah, you just tap in. It. it was never put out. Like, we never That's even got right. copies of it. Dude, you never know. I, it's I, out there somewhere. I've asked Dean I before. 
no, 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 no. We don't need to go. No, there. it was pretty. Hey, much those recordings that y'all did with me, I'm sure there's a show. I don't think. I don't think y'all ever did the music. <laughs> no, we didn't even finish it. Yeah, I, was <laughs> saying, I, don't, I don't think y'all did. Y'all did. We didn't vocals. put vocals on it, but we had instrumentals the music for a lot of the songs. Great, though. Yeah, it was time. cool. Yeah, but I don't. No one has it. Yeah, I still want Now that James is my neighbor, I gotta go over and ask him. I want to get the originals. Of what if he told you to fuck off? <laughs> <laughs> what if he's just like, uh, uh, I'm not giving that music to anyone? No. I'm actually on a constant mission to get rid of all of that. <clears throat> I need all that stuff too. Well, wow. no, I know Tommy's got it somewhere. I message Tommy because he's he's sent it yeah. to me before. But I want to. What he's was probably the tired album? of sending us that old shit? Probably so. But what's that? I can't remember the album that it's off of. I can't remember if it was the Red Disc album. I don't. It's the full on country metal shaken album. Yeah, that's... Dana, bat, na, 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 na. Trujillo was in one of the videos? That, that was mainly. No, no, Same guy, different band. Remember that riff? That, uh, the one that had the, the straight, the violin, the fiddles? Yeah, listen, yeah. that was... They had it on... Uh, boundary chain rule? Boundary Values was yeah. the one that had Chain Rule. and uh, <laughs> A bunch of calculus jokes. Yes. And that song, what's the one that... It's a bunch of calculus He does the horse. He does the... Yes, that... That's the, the one you're thinking of is the uh, is Boundary Values. It's right. like six or seven songs. And I used to have that disc. The one before that yeah, was a Killer's Acquittal. Wow. I thought that came out after. Sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean for it to play. What is that? There, there is a video of Silent Security on YouTube. Oh, no! <laughs> the Enemy. That is amazing. That's, we gotta, yep. That is Looks great. Looks like it says uh, Wesson. I was about to say that that stuff you can find uh, old Conan Between Us videos online too. Yeah. Oh man. They got some, they got some classic till when he played and like I don't even know if there's any Jason Bender coming between <laughs> us. But there was a bunch of till the German. Uh, wow. But of course Elijah on vocals finding man. those classic. Rest in peace, Elijah. Man. Rest in peace of the boy, man. To till, the boy, till to the legend. Something else, man. Yeah, different breed of human being, man. That dude was just—I I swear, Elijah was one of the most unique people I've ever met in my life. Hey, listen. <laughs> ever had the privilege of knowing. Friday at work, I was telling a coworker. I said, "Hey, man, have you ever tried to drop kick somebody?" <laughs> what? What? Where did we get on this segue? Nobody knows what I'm talking about. Listen, because I, I we were joking around about like just kicking dude. I was like, "You ever try to drop kick somebody?" He's like, "No." He's like, it "Seems like a pretty like uh, the chance of failure is too high." Oh, it was great. Where you jump up and you kick two feet out. Yeah. You know, you gotta fall either way. Yeah. But your goal is to kick them hard enough for it to be worth you falling. Yeah. I tried to kick. I tried to drop kick Elijah one time. Basically, look, check this out. So to set the stage. Elijah was acting like he was going to hit me with a football. We were outside fucking off in the backyard at, at his house. And we were throwing a football back and forth, blah, blah, blah. And like, Elijah was acting like he was going to throw it at me. And I got pissed off. So I said, look, I said, I said, do not throw that at me under any circumstance. I wouldn't do it to you. Don't do it to me. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, all right, dude, it's all good. I'm sorry. Don't, you know, don't even worry about it. Wow. I walk, I talk, like, I walk like three foot. He's like, hey, Shane. Wow, just pops me straight in my shit, dude. Just right in the face. And, dude, and I don't know why, but I, I'm pretty sure his wife had a phone out recording. Yes, yes, it was recorded. I have no clue where the video yeah. is. It and, was great. And she, she talked about it for, for quite some time after. She's like, I still have the phone that's got that video on it. And I, I'll never forget, man. I look back at him, and I was so mad. I was just, you know, we've been drinking. We are fucked up, but... And I was like, uh, I, was, I was so pissed off and just bent out of shape that I w ran up to him and I just jumped up to drop kick him. Both legs fling in the air, perfect shot. He takes one step back. <laughs> he takes one step back and I just 
I'm talking about like it didn't even take a whole second for me to just be like I'm not even mad anymore. Because like, I was like I, this, I, that was such good, and this was before we were like content, content, content. Like that is such good content right there. I was like, man, I can't even be mad. Like I was still I, like and the laughter from everyone that was out there in the yard that day. Like what are you gonna do, dude? Like, you can't be mad now. No, this is like you just gotta take your love. It's a great A material. <laughs> I, I need to see that. What? Let me see your bait. Wow. Because the other one's loud. Yeah, we're a bunch of full-grown adults. We've got electric dicks in our mouth. It's great, let me tell you. <laughs> I didn't have anything else. It's the sorry. future. I was about to say, if you was a real man, you put some of this yeah, in Yeah, you mouth. would have a whole five-gallon tub. Oh, of my God. <laughs> longhorn. What the fuck Go is ahead and shove, shove a longhorn in your mouth. Why don't you hey, do quick question. Okay. All right, I'll look over here at the window, right? Mm-hmm. I see this, see this, and then I see this. <laughs> does it say choke me harder? It does say choke me is harder. Is it a harder choke? Uh, I think so. I think it is. Yeah, it's all about context. I, I get that, but at the same time, it's, it's kind of misleading whenever it's just choke me harder. Which yeah. one's you? You know, but it's actually um, an artichoke. Yeah, that what guy. It is. Oh. I have that same strap on my guitar. <laughs> hey, you'll be that ha- is clever. You'll be happy to know that he has found Silence of Security on YouTube. Oh, no. Hey, man, I you hate it. Wait, this is yeah. it. This is it. Uh, Richie's house. Is it? Yeah. Oh, is that Dakota? So, yeah. <laughs> Wait, where? <laughs> hey, they've been around for a minute, bro. I'm telling you. This is your classic one. Dakota was a big boy back in the day. Very this is the hair for me. It's like your classic. You know I'm a beer. What's that dude? Yeah. Beer. But, um, I do the long hair. It's great. Oh, that's one of my favorite. Hey. I love it. I love Abita, just in general. Like, they're just a great company. Abita is out of Louisiana, correct? Yes, Abita's uh, Oh, Joey. Joey. Oh, is that long Joey? Like Joey. This is predates oh. Joey Leggett. We didn't, oh, know, wow. we, we didn't even know who Joey wow. Leggett was at the time. Who? Is that a warlock? Hey, shout yeah, out to Joey Gavin uh, played that. <laughs> that boy's been so good, man. Yeah. Wait, me. did he? I'm proud of that. Yeah. Good. Gavin I'm played so a warlock? He's married with he a kid. He did play now. a warlock, especially when he's doing punk music. What a nerd. I really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <All the> warlock. <laughs> they suck. That's what's wrong with them. It's like the worst guitar. Yeah, it is. This dude trying to calm him down. No, that's Kyle Bush and Corey oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Cujo uh, is the the that, the that bouncer. Dude. Hey, that, that used to be Laura Rich's house. That's now Daniel and uh, Rachel's house. Oh, yeah, they okay. they live yeah. there now. Nice. Yeah. Excuse me, they own that now. That, that, yeah, not yeah. Just they live there. That's crazy. I always liked that house. <laughs> dude, yeah. There was there was some uh, footage, a really good the covenant between us footage for that. That yeah. was that show. Y'all, any of y'all know the girl Jane O'Rourke? The late yeah. I know that she's name. She's grown now, but. Okay, Jane was at one of those shows. She used to have like, I'm, I want to say we still had MySpace at the time, but she had Oof, uploaded yeah. a couple of videos to her YouTube from that show, and I was like, oh, Jane has the golden footage right here, and I think it's gone now. But still, this was a long time ago. Uh, shout out to Jane O'Rourke. She was like a silent member of the scene. She would always pull up, but it's like she liked different kind of music than like I think the kind of music we played. I almost wanted to ask you. Like to tell the story about you meeting the porn star director. <laughs> I know that's a weird segue, but for some reason that popped up in my there's mind. A, there's no such thing as a weird segue if this is a story you're willing to share. That's all right. All right, so. God damn it, this is what I'm talking well, about. Uh, look, right look, right we've all been going through our stuff, but I like. Uh, you know, oh, I still no. got one for Dakota, by the way. Oh, no. shit. <laughs> yeah, we're going to love telling this one. 
Weed's legal in California. Yeah, so... It's not legal here? No. no. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> well, at the time, it was medical, but I, I used to run for the, the clinic, so I stuff off. So there was this guy down in Malibu, super nice apartment. The whole side of his apartment would open up, and it looked out on the ocean, except for all glass. Yeah. Well, I was dropping off to this dude, like, every week, and it'd be, like, a quarter pound or something. And he's like, he's like, uh, for one, his catchphrase, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Everybody's, oh, fuck it. You want to smoke a joint? I was like, yeah, okay, man. He's like, oh, fuck yeah. Well, anyway, so I, for the longest time, I'm like, what does this dude do? Because he... Like, he just looked like nothing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I, you know, don't mean to insult the guy if he's listening, but... He's... <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> uh, that's a long shot. But, uh, you know, uh, so anyways, and then I, I, one day, so I start look. I just, like, look around and start paying attention. I'm like, there's damn tripods everywhere in this thing. There's yeah. cameras. I'm like, what's this dude do for a living? So I ask him one day, I'm like, what do you do? And he's like, oh, he goes, yeah, fuck him. He goes, I direct porn, bro. And I was like, oh my god! I was like, cool, man. I was like, he goes, he goes, yeah. He goes, you know, if you or any of your friends ever want to, you know, like do something, yeah. I was like, yeah, we'll keep that in mind. Yeah. So I'll be sure to tell all my friends. <laughs> yeah. So we, you know, we keep going back and forth to this dude, you know, just buying shit and stuff. So we keep going back there. Then one day we all go over there, and then um, yeah, my uh, we take one of my buddies, and he's just like. He's like, oh, bro, he's like, big girls, small girls, he's like, girls missing limbs, he's like, I got you, man, any of them, just bring them to me or something. Oh, my God. Yeah, it got wild, but, uh, it was just, uh... I don't know why that story kept so, up in so my head. So, let me uh, ask you, did you ever take him up on his offer? No. Uh, no. <laughs> you said you weren't trying to, like, crack down? No, no. Was was, it, and that's weird. That is weird. Yeah, I just, I was, Either way, I mean, it, it, Yeah, I was like, I'm not, I'm not at that point in my life where I'm bad off enough, I'm like, where I'm just gonna... Yeah, because it was some questionable pe- people coming yeah. in out of there. It wasn't you never know. Like, yeah, there was some dimes. Yeah, but then there was. I'm like, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, not. I mean, yeah, I want to say the guy's name because it's so like. Was he popular? No, I have no idea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know this no, guy anymore. Wait, anyways, his name, sticks, his name was <laughs> Philip Smoker. Philip? <laughs> Philip? Like, I, had to, I had to look at his ID because I didn't believe him. I was like, I was like, I knew his name was Philip, and then he says smoker. Yeah, he was like smoker, and I was like, what? Because <laughs> he would always be smoking yeah. and stuff. And then he was like, yeah, my name's Philip Smoker. It's fitting. Yeah, that's how I met this porn director. You're from. You're it, from led, it led to other things, but you're from Long good. Beach. Very relevant. So it's like, when were you? Growing up in Long Beach at the time that Event Sunfold was getting big, because they're from Long Beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I went to that, uh, the... Um, live in LBC. Live in LBC, yeah. Suck my ass. Yeah. Suck my ass. It was a sick show. Suck was, my was, ass, yeah. he said. Hey, have you guys, have you guys been on vacation lately? Uh, what's a vacation? Yeah. Like, you guys go to the beach or anything like that anytime recently? I went yeah. to, so me, Jack, and, uh, <laughs> me, Jack, and Mom went to see, uh, Ron oh. White. Ron White? Yeah, Ron White okay. down in Biloxi. That's he hilarious. That's awesome. Dude, he was so, he threw out three people there. I don't know. He threw three people just straight out. He was like, get the fuck out of here. They were in the front row just, yeah. you know, smacking, just talking. And he was just like, just leave. That's awesome. Yeah, I really feel awesome. like he was going somewhere else with that question yeah. about the beach. Oh. Yeah, no, dude. I was just, I was just, hey, listen, dude, listen, 10 years. It's been 10 years since we went to jail. Yes, has it? Oh, no, there it is. There it is. Yo, have I told you about 
Mom's like, she wants me to start a band called Alabama Incident. Do it. And I want to Let's do it. Let's not. <laughs> I want to do it. It's going to be about y'all's story, which y'all are about to tell. Yeah, do it like Mayling. What kind of band? Do the whole do story, do. just about that. Hey, what kind of band? I don't know. Me and Shane in it? Yeah, I guess. I mean, you don't have to be. <laughs> but it. it would be like, I don't know, I kind of wanted to be like a southern metal type, metal, like Mayling type thing. Fucking great. Even better. Easy Al- music called to play. Alabama yes. Incident. The, it'll be a little misleading because we're not from Alabama, but at the same time, you get to tell that story. Well, we don't fucking go there. Yeah, yeah, I had on to that when I had my rig the other day and uh, fucked my car up. The guy was pulling off of Baldwin Street. Yeah. Dad, you should have assaulted him. <laughs> Triggered. <laughs> they were heading to your parents' place. Listen, listen. Yeah, yeah, they were coming to see us. That's yeah. what I was going to say. It's it's crazy that we're able to do this podcast together because of the fact that it has been 10 years. I went on vacation That's the crazy. month before. Uh, the month before, I went on vacation, and I, I don't know if I posted I think I might have posted it on my story. Mm-hmm. On Instagram, I posted a picture of something in Gulf Shores, and I said, look at that. Only took me 10 years, but I finally made it. <laughs> <laughs> Like it took me ten years to get to this son of a bitch, but I have arrived. Yeah, I messaged my uh, my dad on the anniversary. I was like, "Hey, uh, I need bail money." <laughs> <laughs> I came back. I came back. That was a bad idea. But I tell you what, one thing I was trying to tell Brittany, you know, we was going. I was like, I know this had to be the same way we came. And we're driving through these little towns, and I'm like, man, looking at the. Like, see, there's a there's Walgreens and there's this, little, and then you go to you know the next city block and it's like the same thing. Like the setup is the same. Like I don't know, he's fucked up anyway. And I was like, the way that I've always had to explain, I'm like, it doesn't make any sense. I was like, but the two least fucked up people on that trip got to were the were the ones that went to jail. <laughs> it's like the two guys that were the most sober on that in that car ride. Me, me and you were the, the least thrown off. Yeah, they came I because Elijah was actually insane. I was completely sober. Yeah, exactly. Completely I had drank a little bit, but I had slowed down because the boy Eli, rest in peace, God rest his soul, or whatever it is, uh, like he was, he was a little toasted. He was a little thrown off. So he, uh, he a little. Got, he got, <laughs> I wasn't there, so I we went. Rest, we went to the the Walgreens, and we were like, "All right, let's get him in there, put some water on his face, let him piss, blah blah, all this other stuff." We didn't make it to the bathroom. He's knocking shit off the shelves intentionally. And it's like, when you're doing it intentionally, it's like, yeah, we, we've crossed the... Uh, We're there. Yeah, we yeah. have. If he would have been doing it accidentally, it's like, okay, maybe yeah, just If he knocked into him, like, yeah, sorry, our friend, he's a little messed up, you know. But, but no, when he was knocking it off on purpose, and when he got outside, he started, oh, oh, a Hulk smashing the concrete. So, yeah, we have uh, we have got to go. Yeah. And we got Too in the late. car. and We, were we got in the car, and I was the last one to get in. And as soon as I threw my last leg in, the spotlight hit us, and the blue lights went on. He only had Next 47 you know, legs was, he had to get in the door. Before <laughs> there, was, there was four cops in the parking lot, had all of us out the vehicle. Take a picture. Take a picture. <laughs> I'm getting in the back seat of the cop car. I'm handcuffed. Chain's already in the cop car. Handcuffed. Jack, Jack's crying. Shout out to my brother. Yeah, yeah. shout out to we love you, Jack. We love you. No, my literal brother, by the way. Yeah. yeah, he was he was definitely upset because he, at that point it was like Jack wasn't nowhere near as thrown off as Elijah was, no. but two of his best friends just went to jail and the other one is incapacitated. <laughs> it's yeah, his fault. It's the incapacitated one's fault that we went to jail. But uh, but we what did they do after that? Cool. You know, they took us to jail and they just sent them walking. Elijah had a brother, has a brother, or had a brother that lived within like. 30 minutes up there. Yeah, that's convenient. He grew up, what, a couple of uh, cities down from there? Yeah. 
If I can say anything for my brother, though, I remember after that happened, he came. I was at my grandmother's house. He was very upset, dude. He came back in his Camry. He was crying, and he had bail money, like heading to Alabama, yeah. about to come get y'all. Yeah, but that's how. I remember he was, that was a very emotional trip. Like when my dad yeah. bailed me out, and I, we crossed over state line. Like I started crying because. That motherfucker right there was still locked up. Yeah. yeah, it was tough, dude. And you know, some odd three weeks later, whenever <coughs> my brother came and got me, I had talked to him on the phone earlier. Don't that day. tell nobody. <laughs> my brother said the first thing he sees, like, look, man, it's probably gonna be another two weeks before I'm able to come get you. <laughs> and when he told me that, like, my heart dropped, but I had already kind of like figured out like I wasn't gonna die. Yeah. Like it was like it's like the first couple of days there, I'm like, I don't know, I'm gonna get raped, I'm gonna get fucking stabbed. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. But after I realized, it's like I'm not in that scenario. Whatever yeah. it was, I wasn't. wasn't it just serious. sucked. It sucked. And you don't ever. I would never encourage anyone to want to go to jail. No. But like, it was one of those things where I'm like, well, this is just gonna have to suck a little more, I guess. Yeah. And then that was that night, like 11:30. They're like uh, Smith, uh, like all the way ATW. out. ATW. ATW. Yeah. And when he, they said that, I said, let's go! And I'm thinking, like, and they're like, oh, Mississippi's getting out. The whole time, they're like, dude, you got arrested with, like, a couple of pills? Like, why are you even in jail? Now, you can make bail. It's not that big. Because these dudes are in there, like, yeah, conspiracy to, like, traffic crystal meth. <laughs> Every motherfucker in there was in there for some crystal meth or something like that. Like, it's like, yeah, man, there's this one dude who had a mark on the wall. And he was like, yeah, I'm just counting down the days. I got to go do a thousand days in prison. And it's like, what? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'm just waiting on the train. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was a perfect alley But no, when I got out, my brother had a can of Copenhagen wintergreen long cut and a Diet Coke in a can. And he said, could you please not open that uh, Copenhagen uh, while we're here? He I'm said, because right now, uh, something tells me they might take me to jail just because <laughs> we have that. There you go. And then he had I'm me okay. some clothes. I had some skinny <laughs> jeans and I had one of those uh, PFC. Is that what it is? Like uh, no. like mulligan, not mulligan. What's these shirts? Golfing. The golfing, sh- yeah. the fishing shirts. What's that? PGF or PFG. Man, that shit was like a two sizes too big for me, but I didn't care. I had me a big old plug in my way. I was the only pl- only <laughs> dip in that jumpsuit. Yeah, the, the only dip that I've had in the past two weeks came out of somebody's asshole. So. Nice. <laughs> I'll take some dip fresh out of the can. But, uh, no. Well, I, I got locked up in the first place. Like, we went into the police station. Yeah. The, the guy that came in there talking about shooting up the police station and all yeah. that shit. Yeah. Dude, what? This guy was twisted. He had th- they, ended up not e- they ended up not even giving him these charges, but he was like allegedly threatening to like kill this cop. He's like, well, I get out of here. I'm going to blow your fucking head off your shoulders. And I, me and Dakota are like, yo. And Chris Brown, you remember Chris Brown? It, what, oh, there, yeah. He's there, was, there was this guy that was in this holding tank away from me and Dakota. Mind you, me and Dakota, Dakota was sober, and I was like sober by the time we got there because yeah. I'd only been drinking. And dude, <coughs> Like, they're like, y'all have to stay in here until we can get y'all transferred to county. 48 hours later, pretty much. Uh, and just sitting in a tank. It's freezing. Yeah, it's, it's freezing, freezing cold. There. They give us one blanket on concrete. Yeah, and it, and it won't cover from your head to your toes, so no, you got to choose what's most <laughs> And the dude that was in the cell, like in the holding cell away from us, the first time we were there... We called him Chris Brown. I don't even remember. I think we make a. He was standing at the door, like just looking out the window of the door, and it's like he was just writing, like recording into a mic. (laughs) (laughs) Just looking at the glass of the door, just like he was recording out or something. And you can imagine me and Dakota in our in our heads. We're not thinking. Well, I wasn't thinking. Neither one of us were thinking at the time that we were going to be spending any more time in jail than we were in that building. 
So we're like, when they get us out of here, we're gonna get somebody's gonna get us out of jail, and then we're gonna be straight. So we're like, not really. We're like, <laughs> at this point, we're having to just kind of like absorb the experience. And uh, yeah, it was pretty crazy watching that dude over there. We're like, I hope they don't bring that son of a bitch over here though, because <laughs> we we were borderline about to just start making fun of him and letting him know we were making fun of him. I want to hear his album. <laughs> I was waiting on y'all the whole time. Me and me and Kuji was just on the beach, like drinking martinis and like digging holes in the sand. You know? Yeah, yeah, just having the life fantastic. Yeah, it was pretty lit. The conversation, pretty much, like you, man, we can build holes big enough that we can get inside of. It's great. You guys need to come down here. Yeah, that's pretty much what happened. You guys need to come down here. And wow, was that a mistake? Thanks, Clint. I think no responsibility. Yeah, yeah. walking out the house like it was a spur of the moment trip. Yeah, we like, really I went to the back it. forty, picked up Shane, we went to my house, I got a bag together, and walking out the door, my mom's last words to me: "Don't go to jail. Don't go to jail." And sure <laughs> enough, last words, three go. hours later, go to jail. Here I am <laughs> in jail. Like, Sometimes people tell you shit like that, you never think that it will actually happen. Yeah, I just had a random flashback where I'm like, damn. I used to surf. I was surfing big waves, and my girlfriend was like, "She was like, that's stupid. Don't get hurt." And then, board to the face. Yeah, this is this a California story? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man. What? What do you know? Something about California. It's almost well, like I mean, he grew up there. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like that's what hey, he twenty five years of my life. Almost like, <laughs> almost like it's way cooler than here or something. You know what? Well, you know what really sucks? Though? Like, well, One thing that I will say that is much better about California, specifically San Francisco. <laughs> Oh, Tim hates San Fran, bro. The, the, way that, the, way that, the way that they have, they actually have, like, an app where you can find where people have shit in the ground. <laughs> that has taken me. Like, I'm like, I need to go out west. To, Why is that real? To New Jerusalem. Because homeless people just be shivering, bro. Homeless people, we all. Just regular people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say, I don't think a homeless person is gonna have an iPhone with an app. Or You'd be surprised. Just say, no, hey, not gonna shit. have an they iPhone. Give them to homeless people over there. Really? That's all you yeah. got is a phone. Yeah. <laughs> shit. Damn. Uh, a phone and an appointment. Whatever that appointment may be for is up to your discretion. But you will have a phone and an appointment. See a lawyer. Now I, I do. Like I said, I've been I've been bowling on one that I've been waiting waiting for with uh, Mr. Rhymes over here. Oh. Please. I've talked about this on the podcast a couple of times. I've talked about it on the radio show recently too. Ooh. I punched a preacher once. <laughs> We're so off base, bro. Where are we at? It's okay. It's Where okay. are we at? It's okay. We Listen. need to digress, bro. Hold up. <laughs> I punched a preacher once. You got another one of those? Or another I do. Like I that? do. Do you want the purple haze or the strawberry? Whichever one you don't want. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, Which one did you prefer <laughs> more? Hey. I, I, listen, there was a time we uh, either or there was a show we did that one, <laughs> a show we did uh, in Homa, Louisiana. What? And Dakota Roms was for this. And Dakota Roms, yes, Dakota Roms, Dakota Roms witnessed. Uh, actually, he had to hold back Petey, the one-legged pirate. <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> you, you remember this, obviously. What the hell was going on? I don't know. Yeah, I remember because it was uh, it was before a, there was Roms. Uh, becoming the archetype. <laughs> And it was another uh, <laughs> hardcore fan, I believe. Uh, it wasn't was becoming. It, it was Daniel. It was Daniel was in at the time. It wasn't becoming the archetype. It yeah, was, it was. onward to Olympus. And it was uh, before there was Rosalind, and it was Advocate. <laughs> becoming the archetype, we played. That was him. Yeah, that was him. I can't help it. 
a pin in that for a second. Is there something you'd like to share with the class? Yeah, seems, seems like there would be something. Well, alright. So we were just sitting here digressing. And, uh, <laughs> well, we were just well, actually, Clint made the point. So I need to. I need to <laughs> so we came here to talk about music and the band. And we were talking about drugs and punch of preachers. <laughs> coming to jail. <laughs> Hope he's getting to learn a lot about you guys. Don't tell my parents to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Don't, don't tell mommy and daddy tonight. We're we're gonna gonna about, we don't really just sit around and bullshit like and tell past stories and shit. Man. Well, this is, but that's that's, that's what I love about this. Also, I never did drugs or went to jail. I've never been to jail, hey, man. I, 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 <laughs> man. As far as I'm concerned, death is the only drug I haven't taken yet. But I've never been to jail. Man, we so fucked up by drugs. Gonna have to go to rehab. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I have the videos. That we shot before we went to jail. Here we go. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, yeah, because they were on your computer. For the <laughs> we getting busy. He fucking jacks over there with a Coke can and a fucking half a gallon of fucking vodka. Just, <laughs> we getting busy. <laughs> Playing that little Wayne song. I didn't do. Never mind, I'm not going to say that on here. <laughs> I mean, I don't think there's nothing that can be done now, but uh, Elijah was so fucking pissed. With Dustin Parda. Dustin Parda? Why was he exclusively pissed with Dustin Parda? Something to do with... Uh, with Jason? Yeah. yeah. That whole situation yeah. and all that. Oh, man. no. Yeah. You gotta delete this part. Dustin Parda. Parda. And then just kept on going with it. Like, Dude, shut up. <laughs> Like, so we could actually have been assigned not to go. Like, he yeah. was shit faced before we left. Yeah, we had not even got out and of the already off. <laughs> I don't know, what's up with this dude? Like, he's, he's, he's drunk, dude. He's throwing off. Sweet, let's go. <laughs> Sweet. You remember uh, when I lived on Minnesota and Elijah slapped the shit out of you with the cone in the front yard? You remember that time uh, on Bourbon Street and Elijah did the same thing again? <laughs> I, I've never had I've never had quite the, that time Ricky Bobby showed up at halftime in the <laughs> I've never had quite the friend the, the, the friend <laughs> my bad I don't think I don't think I ever had quite the friendly rivalry or a friend that was quite a dynamic a friend with a rivalry as much as me and Elijah and I have no idea why like every time y'all got shit faced y'all just were at each other's throat and it was amazing Dude, and it was great because you could just start it out of nowhere just everybody's yeah. quiet Elijah Shane called you a bitch. <laughs> and he was on. The most easily instigatable. And you can come, you can probably come to me and like, hey, look, dude, Elijah's over here talking about how, you know, you something, something, you feel like, just make me something that I'm insecure about. Man, fuck that and fuck. Then I'm like, Man, fuck him. I'm like, I give a fuck. You know, I'll go let him know right now. <laughs> what are you going to let him know, Shane? I remember that time at my mom's house whenever you were so belligerently drunk that you fell through the beer pong table. I remember uh, that. That was a great night. Uh, you might not remember it. I don't know. Did but he like, or was it a I, no, he was like he was stumbling. Uh, and he was just like laughing and having a good time, and then he just stumbles and just literally just almost like the people's elbows the fucking beer pong table in half. I feel like all this is going to get deleted because we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, we're really we're really just the wrong story. Dude, I love it. This is the thing. This is also, great. We've come down to like the, the last like three episodes of this show until we get to episode one hundred. So like. 
This is what I live. I have been exposing myself for at least three hundred hours on this show. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> like I have talked so much shit on this show that you know, it's, like back forty glass door. Well, like, I was just oh, about to no. say it. <laughs> I already dude, know what the uh, yeah, dude. So there used to be this place that you know, the trap see, house. That's the problem with all those <laughs> stories because there's so many people that used to hang around that it's like they might not even want their shit out there like that. Now, obviously, Hunter does not care about. I was telling the story about me being, us both being tweaked out and getting thrown through a door. Hashtag Snowblower. <laughs> no. He, this post-dated Snowblower. Yeah. Bro, that's the, one of the main things I remember from that place. We, didn't, we, we weren't doing know, shit there. No, because like, us well, three had our experience yeah. and that was it. <laughs> Yeah, we were doing yeah, coke by then. <laughs> <laughs> we upgraded. We done upgraded. Uh, we, we, no, I, we downgraded. Whatever that stuff was that was in the canisters that they called snowblow or whatever, that shit was the devil. That is what that that was a hundred percent what they told you to stay away from as a kid. If they didn't want you doing drugs, they were talking about whatever that was. Mm-hmm. That is exactly what they were talking about. I digress. Can we play but, some Mayday parade? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why did we get on this? Get, oh, oh we yeah. were talking about, uh, about Hunter throwing me through the door. Yeah. I never heard that. Yeah. And then we were talking about the preacher. <laughs> he said I was a little oh, curious. We about about the <laughs> did we ever finish the preacher? What happened to okay, the preacher? Okay, listen. We went to did a show. This, the guy who prom- was a promoter for the show was a he had Christ saves tattooed right here, mm-hmm. and like right up underneath it was like the logo of his shirt that said affliction on it. Like, he was a certain type, bro. Like, greased up before he came. Like, he greased up his bubble <laughs> and stuff. You can ask Dakota. Yeah, like, shaved his arms, greased up. Looks like his dad. I'm not as ster- steroids, I don't stereotypically judge the, this guy or these kind of people the way that I would have back then. But for sure, we're like, this dude is the prime definition of a tool. Like, he is a tool bag. The guy who promoted this was a promoter for the this show. This is the kind of guy that would call himself straight edge back in the gap. Like, he had a shirt on. It, it had the gigantic cross on the back with the wings and all that, but it was like that uh, cloth material yeah. that is, like, sewed in. Yeah, an affliction like, shirt. Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, with a little, like, foil pattern. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did he have the bedazzled jeans? Yeah, probably yeah. so. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. And so, like, this guy was a, a, he was kind of a jackass from the start, but as the night goes on, whatever, he was a dick, all this other stuff. I'm just trying to cut out a lot of the stuff because it's just me guessing. But comes down to eventually, <laughs> Dean goes in. This was, Shaken was playing this show. Dean goes in and he, you know, is asking, you know, hey, we'll give get our payment or whatever. And I guess he, and he got lit mouthy with Dean, like as if he didn't want to pay the money. Well, then they invite him to come outside. But when he comes outside, he starts losing his mind on us, like going crazy. He's like, I'm old enough to be, and talk like a coon ass, so I'm old enough to be your dad, brah. Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, we're like, whoa, like, chill out. Like, we're just asking for, like, he had been waiting to go off on somebody. Well, he goes back inside, and eventually we're more or less like, hey, we don't even care about getting paid. We're just going to go. No big deal. Uh, and of course, we were in the shadow of the other great bands that were on the label or on the tour as well. Uh, well, then this guy comes out with his squad. He's got his fourteen-year-old kid. He's got his. Uh, <laughs> well, they played the show. Yeah, his fourteen-year-old kid's son played the show as well. And then Petey the Pirate, <coughs> yeah. the guy with one leg, and then I think it was a woman he brought out there as well. Like a very unusual uh, group of of gangsters to come out and kick our. That's ass. not the squad you want. Yeah, yeah. And then they came out and they were yelling. He got in everybody's face. Something happened, and by the time I was able to, like, we were walking away. By the time we get back, 
this guy walks up to Tommy and, see, and punches Tommy straight in the face. Now, anybody who's anybody, that most people who are listening to this and most of the guys in this room know that Tommy is the <coughs> last Tommy. guy. Yeah, you would know. <laughs> Tommy, yeah, Tommy exactly. is literally one of the nicest, like, most caring people I've ever met. Exactly. Life. The last guy that needs to get punched in the face for any reason. Like, yeah. he did not invite this at all. No. And so he snuck Tommy, and as he's sneaking Tommy, I'm running back towards where this is going on. Matthew calls, he shouts to Matthew Bilson. Uh, he swings on this guy. When he swings on him, he backs up, and this guy thinks he's so clean. He thinks he's so clean. And here I come hauling full speed. I jump and crow hop and smack this dude's head, bounce it off of a fucking pillar. And then, of course, he goes, oh, you just fucking punched me. I said, you just punched him. And that was my only little piece of the story where I am involved. <coughs> I just was really proud. It's also like the only time I've ever crow hopped someone. But uh, it happened to be a creature. Uh, nice. So all of this, and they start, it, it's crazy. It's going nuts. James Harris losing his mind. Uh, <laughs> and so, like, as it's everybody's arguing, look around the corner. Here comes, well, you were with them, right? Yeah, no, I was with y'all at first. And then, like, I was just like, because I was the roadie, I was like, what the fuck's going on? So I went, <laughs> I went behind the building, and I was like, dude, the dude just hit Tommy. So here comes all of the advocate and all the bands that were there, and, like, I just I walked speak. around the corner, I don't, and I don't, no, all of them yeah. were right behind me, about to beat the shit out of this guy for hitting Tommy. Yeah, it was like it was like a movie. Like, watching all these dudes come around the corner, it's like it was you, Daniel, Carlos and Wes from uh, Wes was traveling with us yeah. before this Rosalind, and when y'all all came around the corner and all those people were behind y'all, it's like I'm like I'm watching a movie, and we, everybody was going to annihilate this man just because of this shit happening. Sure. And then they ended up calling the police, and the police basically said, okay, if he's going to press charges on this promoter, which it was an inside job pretty much, but like if he's going to press charges on this promoter, everybody here. That as a witness has to go sit in, in uh, you know, city jail or whatever. Yeah. And every single person out there was like, "Okay, <coughs> we ain't got shit to do tonight. We will go sit in jail and wait just because." And then Tommy was like, "I'm not going to press charges." It was crazy. There's like 30 dudes against like four, and or three and a half because that dude had a one, <laughs> had one leg. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> but needless to say it was a pretty crazy experience and that was the, like the hardest I have ever hit someone in my life I want to I don't know why I thought about this question earlier I think this is a good question for can I have one? Yes, have it's one. A, that's an IPA, an IPA. if you're familiar with it's not IPA, the best it's not the worst it's Goose Island it's <laughs> distributed by Southwest you can pop that top Tim's the expert at that hey Tim I know another guy named Tim. You ever meet him? Uh, the comedian? Yeah, yeah. the other Tim. Uh, the well, comedian. which one is, is really the other Tim? I don't know. He walked up to me and he was like, so you're my replacement. And I was like, <laughs> that sounds like uh, Tim. I met him once at the bar and he was like, you're my replacement Tim. I don't know why. Or maybe you introduced me This is, all right, this is a question from burning, burning my ass since I got here. Okay. I don't know why. And I'm going to use that phrase. Not literally. That's um, it's Tapatio and Sriracha from last night. Um, <laughs> this is actually band related ones, right? Oh, nice. With I was circling the back around. I've been paying attention to this. No, 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 no. Can we just rearrange these segments and have like the fucking <laughs> no. heathen part at the end? No, this is great. I love No, this. that's what I was going to say for Colby. I was like, look, no, we're going to have like a good 20 minute version. That's going to be like the, hey, mom, dad, you know, cousins, yeah. aunts. We'll have a couple versions, right? 
So, like... All of y'all's families know this is doomed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they, can get, they can get the wrong, and they're just like, I'm not surprised. So, with the advancement in today, as far as social media goes, and as far as home recording goes, home studios, is there a necessity for labels anymore? In reality, other than promotion and backing... Is is there a, is there a reason to have labels? I mean, not really, unless unless you just yeah, need the money to back you on like yeah. tours and everything like that. Mm, maybe I, don't, I, don't see I mean, there's probably some other benefits. But <clears throat> why are people? Why, I, mean, I don't know. I guess it could go either way. I guess it's I'd say yes, depending on what kind of I, music. Yeah. Say, I, mean, I still say they're necessary. Think about us. Think about how bad we are us, yeah. at like doing social media and like planning stuff out. Like if you just had like a label to be like, "Hey, you're gonna do this tour. Like we're gonna give you a manager but then to." You do a manager it's like in the business end versus working from scratch. I mean, yeah, there's always workarounds, but, yeah. I mean, they kind of, like, take care of all the stuff that you just can't be asked to deal with. Pretty Somebody, much we just hire one person for a cut. everything else. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just in, in my head, too, though, just, we'll carry on further with the topic, except because there's more to it, but yeah. if you guys literally had, you know, I know that we're, it's different. We are older now. There's people, most people that we know have something else to do with their time. I have a hell of a time getting used to this new shit. As a band, I know, dude. Yeah. As a band, though... You guys almost have an advantage because, for one, there's five of y'all. Like, this is something I've noticed since I became like doing rap music, and then especially doing rap music and a podcast by myself. I don't have anything to offer you to help promote me. You know what I'm saying? Like, unless I, it was one of those things where you dedicated like a certain amount of money a month to one person or something. But it's like I don't have any money to pay you to to you know try to. Like help promote me or whatever it may be, but it's like when you have like a friend or two that it's like they're down to help you in any way they can. Yeah. It's like you guys are there's five of y'all, so it's like if you took it into like we need to find five other people that we can assemble. I'm not saying that you necessarily didn't do this, but this is an idea to counteract the the label thing. It's like if you had five people that worked and y'all had a plan or you had a formula that you found that you it was at least to start off of to build off of for a foundation. You could use those five people like, hey, look, if you take three hours out of your week, just three hours of, you know, 15 minutes a day or 20 minutes a day to do this, do this, or whatever it was you had on your list, that's, I mean, the thing with a label is if you sign to a label, that is built-in connections. You're pretty much paying for so much connection. Now, when it comes down to some label that hits you up on Instagram that was like, hey, we're a label and we'll pay to, if somebody tells you they'll pay for you to distribute your shit, and they want almost you know sixty or more percent of your like revenue, even if you're not pulling in more than nine bucks a fucking year on your streaming, you that's not worth it. No. You know what I'm saying? And most people don't understand that. It's like because let's just say by some chance you put yourself on streaming services and find sway on TikTok and something crazy happens, you are fucked. You were totally screwed. The one little, the most successful thing you ever had in your life, as far as being creative, belongs to somebody else. And it's like in today's day and age, that seems to be unless you're going to be on tour, kind of how he was saying, like with tour. If you're going to be touring twenty four seven, like that's your main, your main go of things. Which, assuming you guys are not in that position yet, but. What's the point? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you, if anything, you merchandise guys... is the point. Even extremely successful bands that are on labels, most of their income comes from merchandise. Yeah, right. They're yeah. already getting fucked on their deal. 
with the label. Yeah, basically. So that's the only part of the labels that I don't really like. Yeah. Because that's pretty much what and it that, is. And you know, they own your ass. And I, I'm not trying to go to a different topic or segue. We're not going to go there. But just to add a note to that, that also that crosses boundaries. Look at uh, Dave Chappelle with his you know stuff on, on Netflix, how much he had to fight to get. I mean, it's across the spectrum. Well, there was something with... This was uh, last year. Same with It was with Chevelle. Chevelle. Yeah, they had some, Great something. They like uh, they figured out that they were getting fucked for all these years. Like they haven't they haven't made jack shit off yeah. their stuff. And they got some bangers, you know, yeah. like the red and stuff. Even if you don't red, listen to them, everybody floor. knows. Their I was about to say at this point yeah. they could tour off their pre their whole their current discography. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wouldn't even have to write anything new. Yeah, pretty much. And. Yeah, they got screwed out of a bunch of stuff. Like, I can't remember what theirs was, but it was really bad. I remember there was a few years back where they were like, why is it that we're having to fight for a budget for uh, to, be, to make an album? And it's right. like, we've been we've had great success up until this point, and for some reason our budget is going down on our album. It doesn't make any sense. And that was a while back, but... And that could have been one of them think situations where these days you don't really... Some big artists that have been in these deals for a long time, so much stuff has changed so quickly in the past 20 years, 15 years, that people are like, yo, like I have, I want to get out of this deal like because I realize how much money I'm not only missing out on. And it also holds people back from doing other stuff. Because if, oh, say, yeah, yeah. say if right now you guys just being, you know, hey, you need to tell us that you're going to give us, you know, 25, 30K each to sign and you're going to give us 100K to work on our first album. You know, like if, if say a scenario works out like that, that's a, that is a dream gig. But oh, yeah. something like that, it would be really easy to sign that. But what they don't tell you is that our, you know, let's just say, leave it open that, yeah, you're gonna get you know twenty five thousand for each album after this as well. And it's like, yeah, they might help you blow up to where you're playing on the rock stations and all this other stuff. But you're pretty much going to be enslaved to them for the next five or six albums or something crazy like that. And I that. think that's why you see bands, they have so many label changes. I hate to keep going back to yeah. Data Remember, but look at, I went back and I looked at like Data Remember's labels. Every single album has been a different label. Every single Maybe one. Maybe since they left Victory Records. Yeah, so, uh, since, I they, yeah since they left Victory Records. I bet none of them have been with Victory Records since they yeah, left Victory, Victory Records. <clears throat> someone, someone else came really good from Victory there was a lot of bands on Victory yeah. Records. Yeah. Taking Back Sunday was. Oh, Taking Back, back Sunday. Sunday. Taking Back Sunday is a big band. There's one that I used to listen to. But Bury Your Dead was on uh, Victory oh, Records. Man, look, for a I know. Long time. Look, some people. I, I've heard people diss on Bury Your Dead, but like, I'm sorry, that was still like back in the gap. That shit's. Like, Listen, I'm not, I, this is all. I got, all bad. I would say about Bury Your Dead is the fact that when they had Mike Terry, that was the best chance they had of becoming a more successful band. Sure. Mike Terry was great. For that band, but Isn't then they went back to the same old shit. Mm-hmm. Isn't he on volumes Saw now? Yes, yeah, so Mike Terry is. As I say, Mike Terry is the closest thing to original member they have, but not really. Uh, no, but let's see, Victory Records. Who else was on Victory Records? Hawthorne Heights was on Victory Records. Not big anymore, but you know they were big back in the day. Like they, you know, made their staple for sure. Uh, handful of other bands. I can't really think mm-hmm. off the top of my head who else was of great stature. But A Day to Remember might actually be the the band. that. Can, but now, for somebody like A Day to Remember, I would not be surprised if they were releasing their music independently. Like if They, they were, did it for one album. They did uh, Common, Common Courtesy. Courtesy yeah. Yeah. And it was one of their biggest hits. Yeah. They, I'm sure they made a killing. But see, this is the thing. You have a half-life for your next album. 
It's not their best last, produced. If your last no. album did great, then the next album is going to sell well. But in a world of streaming, you need those motherfuckers to listen a lot. Mm-hmm. They can't just listen one time. Because back in the day, you could buy an album, and technically, if, like, let's just be you know like shrewd about it, the person buys the album, you don't need them anymore until it's time to go on tour. Right. You bought the album, I don't care anymore. Because that's my number. That's the only number that I'm getting. But now the streaming's involved. You need them to get hooked to it. Exactly. It's not even about albums. Yeah, a lot of albums aren't doing albums. Kind of irrelevant anymore. Like also a good example of that is a guy. I'm sure you've heard of uh, Swaco. It's a guy that came up on TikTok, and he did this song called Paralyzed. You got me paralyzed. I'm not gonna go into it all. But you should sing the whole thing. No, no, I totally should. (laughs) I'll I'll tell Colby to sing it, but. Either way, he did that song and he blew up. Well, he's completely independent as far as I yeah. at least to my knowledge he is. And to me, I think in the modern day age, that's the way to do it. If you can, if you can. Yeah. Well, and another own. thing is like, let's just say, let's for the basis of the fact that you guys have songs, that's a good place to, to start. It's like, if you took the songs, and this is just me coming off the dome. We do have songs. You take your songs and you find a way to murder that IP the way Disney does, like, like uh, Star Wars or Marvel for that matter you milk that that song for everything that you can and then once you're done with that then you're like or once you're two thirds of the way done with that you start milking the next song right and you milk the next you put it on TikTok you put it on Instagram with reels and you do little goofy videos but that song is constantly playing in the background I did feel kind of kind of special the other day when I did I, I was promoting Peacekeeper our latest single and did the drum cover of it. Well, I say drum cover. It was really just a demonstration. Because obviously yeah, I wrote it. Yeah, because you're not covering okay, it. Obviously, because <laughs> I wrote it. But uh, I wrote it. But it, it, I did the song, and I put it on Facebook, and it got copyright claimed, and I had to put it into the speed. <laughs> and I was like, I'm serious. I'm serious. It got copyright claimed. It got copy. I, I assume through. I assume. Just good news. They're being diligent. But, no, uh, anybody. Yeah, that's what it got. It, it got I had to submit a dispute and tell them I am the fucking I am one of the co- no, creators. It's me. It's me. I have a question. Did they clear it? Yeah, no, they, they accepted my dispute. So I, I have a feeling Facebook's literally just like, just give us a dispute in general, and we'll just accept it. But if you're if you're small enough, you know, like you, you know, I'll, I got like, I mean, a, a relatively large amount, yeah. like two thousand friends or something, but. I yeah. got a copyright claim on playing Takashi Six Nine on Facebook. So <laughs> I wonder if I could have hit him back and been like, "Hey, this is me, dude." Maybe could have because, like, I don't know. The most of the stuff I do is obviously well, big name yeah. artists, and I always just go it's under. It's probably got some. Who do you do you know who you guys distribute through? Like who? Distro Kid. Distro Kid. That's the, the yeah. distribution. I mean, it kind of sucks for see. That's the thing. Like we was talking about earlier, because it's like for for y'all. So it'd be great if anybody was posting stuff with y'all song playing. It's like, but it's like this bigger artist. It's like because they have these things. And to be fair, it's like in a in a world where if you were following the standards of the big artist, you'd be like, "This is great. Thank you for not letting somebody else use our shit on one of their videos." Sure. But the fact that it was you using your shit, yeah, and, my shit. Yeah. And I don't think you guys would be pissed if somebody was doing a cooking video and you just whoa, whoa. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I, I'm one of the guys. You know. I don't know about these guys, but like, you fucks. But uh, I'm one of those people. I, I don't care 
necessarily about the money that much. I mean, to a degree, you have to care sometimes. You care more when there's a lot of it coming in. Sure. Like if it was, sure. if it was a sustainable sure. amount of money, true. you'd all if care I'm a kiss, lot more. Yeah, if I'm yeah. Kiss or some shit, <laughs> I think you know. care for money went out the window a while ago. <laughs> yeah, we just started spending shit. But yeah, it's like a money pit at this point. Yeah. Oh my god. But yeah. it's. It's less about that. It's more of like, I literally, I just want people to buy my shit. Like, right. And it's a great feeling whenever you come into the, the, the bar or you go in public or whatever, and you know, you'll know you see that one person maybe you haven't seen in a while or somebody you don't even know. And they'll be like, hey, are you that, you know, are you in second summer or whoever that was? Yeah. Yeah. And you, that's, you can't replace that feeling. I, I, yeah, I can't even go out in public anymore, really. Yeah, me These either. people just come up to they me. Just, you know? they that's, why, that's why all you guys are having <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. They swore me. Tim, bring my vape juice, man. I don't think you heard me. So, what you were talking about is basically... Apparently nowadays, like social media is the way to like blow up. Like people have been telling me, like, hey, if you can just get big on like TikTok, you know, it's you'll true. be like doing great shit. But the problem is, is that That's all funny. of us are terrible at social media, and none of us care enough to like. <laughs> in order to get in the algorithm, you yeah. have to. It's more about consistency. Yeah, yeah. you have to like you have posting. to constantly post shit every day for a certain amount of time, and then it starts getting like pushed out to more people, and like none of us do that. Right. Well, you have to. I mean, let's be honest here. You know, you have a full time job. Yeah, he I has mean, full time job. He has three full time jobs. I have two full time yes. jobs. Yes. I mean, it, it, ten is full time. It, it's hard to do. Right. And no, it's, it's I, making I, I, good sure. quality content takes time, and you you can't just shit it out every day. I don't know. Now, now look. Now, now there are some people on TikTok, especially because I'm I'm gonna call TikTok out a lot because I'm sorry. Some, a lot of the shit that I see blow up on TikTok. It's trash. Yeah. I mean, it's literally... It's oh, that literally, should give you hope. It's literally this. Why can't it be our trash? It's either actual good content or a girl shaking her ass. I'm, and I'm, I'm not trying to be like... Yeah. Just... I'm not trying to be that stereotypical. Like, so, but I'm just being... That's what I see. Look, bro. Your For You page is specialized for what you like. OnlyFans, bro. Let's do it. That's <laughs> what we're going to do. We're going to do an OnlyFans. <laughs> we're going to do a... There is an algorithm in place. Straight bait. Straight bait lords. <laughs> Set straight bait lords. <laughs> Set straight. So we have that on. The, there's a whiteboard in our uh, practice, band, right? practice room, and you know, with the set list and everything. Doja. Yeah. Doja. So Doja. Nice. And we called ourselves on the whiteboard. We call the set straight bait lords. That's a, that's our straight three, bait lords. Straight bait lords. Okay. Always baiting. Oh, stay baiting. <laughs> stay baiting. Jesus time. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm digging deep. Like, I'm like thinking to myself, I'm okay, I'm like, what does this mean? You know, like, this could be some deep ponderance going on here. Nope, it's just disgusting, childish bullshit. So, so, so the point kind of was, is like, I feel like you're, being somebody on social media is really more important than like, Listen, really what you actually art. put out. This yeah, one I was going to tell you just a second ago, but I didn't want to cut you off. It's not. I know to, it's not me, realistically, I mean, but to the majority of people that what, don't what, unfortunately, care. Unfortunately, what it boils down to is you have no interest in taking... Well, not that you have no interest. There is no chance in hell that you, you will have the opportunity to take this band on tour Monday morning, tomorrow morning. No. No. When everybody here... This is a, a hobby. Yeah, exactly. But to make it a glorified hobby, a glorified hobby as opposed to the... the you know, pushing before it could ever transfer into that is you're either, in my opinion, I don't know this. You're either a, and this is what you guys should definitely do anyway. Y'all need to start becoming weekend fucking warriors, 
I don't know what you gotta do, Max. If you you gotta tell them that they need to start growing tell your us. own corn out there. Say, tell, <laughs> tell Sanderson farmers get their yeah. fucking feed yeah. mill working. You're gonna have to start doing get work weekends off you, again. You hey, guys. Yeah. No, don't. Hey. <laughs> no, no, Who do you think brings our corn? It's this motherfucker right here. The working class. The is all yeah. fucking damn CN. Get our fucking corn to us. Listen, you think, <laughs> since, I'm not actually calling you. Basically, what I'm trying to say is like, since that is not a viable option for you guys to go do a show anytime the doors open at a place with a stage. Yes. Social media. Social media is definitely the answer. And even if it is a hobby, still, for the sake of a Wait, this is just a hobby? We're terrible at both. We, we are. Well, the this thing is about shows now. Oh, okay, well, I'm moving. Like, like Macomb, like, there used to be a scene. We could get a group of bands to come play at one specific place, but now there's no band like, anymore. Ransack, cover band. Yeah. Alibi, Which, by the way, band. great so it's bands. Like, hey, come watch this band play these songs. Next weekend, come watch a different band play, play the same songs. songs. Just yeah. And they want three hours out of one band. You know, like, we grew up with multiple bands. Playing right. a show and play different and original, shit. Original, exactly. original. Even different genres at times. Right. Like, it was like you yeah. would have a punk band and a metal band and a hardcore band and you know. And by the way, no disrespect to Ransack. They're anyway, they, they are a great no, band. They're great cover bands. R.I.P. Gary. Uh, shout out my barber. Yeah. Gary shout out Jonathan. Gary shout Busby. out my, my, my one of my mentors, Clint Bolware. Gary Busby was literally like my second dad growing up. So, that dude was awesome. I love that guy. Joey, we used to talk about long hair. Yeah. Joey. I know that he knows me and Joey yeah. used to be like great friends, and so his father was uh, when I, like me growing up when I lived in Macomb, growing up the first place where I lived. Joey was one of my childhood friends, and his dad was Mr. Gary. Rest in peace to him. Did they did they end up getting somebody to fill in for him now? Or? Yeah, so it's actually Jonathan's uh, daughter. She oh, plays bass, and she's cool. killer on the bass. And they've added a. A horn section to it, so then they have a trombone. Is it uh, what's the guy from North Pike? That Clint Bowler. Yeah. Okay. So that's what's like. Shout out Clint Bowler and Mr. Weir. I'm working with them at North Pike this year. Yeah. Um, they're they're until, until the masses hear this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're all worried about that fucking marching band. Um, I'm just but no, really, they gave me a, a really amazing opportunity to be able to work with these students and everything, and hone my skills on that side. Um, yeah, they've done well. I mean, they do really good covers, and uh, their drummer Robbie Will. Oh my God, not Robbie Will. Jesus. <laughs> oh God, I'm sorry. Um, I didn't know Robbie picked up on. He did pick up. He did pick up. Uh, what do you what do you call it? Uh, Paraglide. He picked Paraglide. up all right. Paraglide. But their drummer, his name is Robbie. Oh man, I'm jealous of his drum set. He's got the the, the TD Roland TD50 with the, the, the big advanced brain, I'm talking $9,000 electronic drum set. That's incredible. Is it greatly irrelevant, but that is incredible. It is, it is <laughs> irrelevant. I just want to say that on a side note as a drummer. Like, no, no, that's, that's fine. Like, that's fine. Like him to death, but fuck you. I, I think, I think, uh, but no, with, just going back to this thing with the social media, it's like, It sucks. It's like nobody because I'm the same way, dude. Used to it'd be like I send ten text messages out, ten messages recording? out. Huh? Are we still recording? Yeah. Okay. And you know, X, uh, hey, back up. <laughs> uh, like X amount of everything out, and then it was like, okay, I'm good to go. You know, something that was a really humbling experience for me was doing that show in Macomb. 
Yeah. Like, dude, the fact now if we had the, the most recently, the, uh, uh, say recently, I say yeah, the, a I year ago, almost a year ago now. Yeah, we did it at the big uh, Pike County State Theater. Yes. And is. let's say there's about 60, uh, 60, 70 people that paid, and it's like that's all fine and dandy. Really, we should have been at a smaller venue because yeah. it would have been cool. It would have been cooler anyway right. to have yeah, it in a smaller yeah, venue. Yeah. But yeah. as like I remember just thinking like, man, I promoted hardcore on Facebook. I hollered at everybody, like I did all this, and it's like it doesn't connect the same as it used to. No. Now, mind you, I wasn't the only person on the bill, so as much as my ego did fall short, it was still the fact that it was like all these other people were promoting the show too, and this is still the amount of people we got out here. Mind you, we had to reschedule the show because of COVID. So we came back to do the show right when COVID, or it was the uh, whatever, which one it was, Delta? I think it was. I'm not sure. <laughs> Delta variant. And it had the different variants came through, and we rescheduled it. And when it died down, that's when we rebooked the show. And it's like there wasn't so many people. You remember that night we were at Jack's house, Jack's and we house, stayed up yeah. like 4 in the morning? That was that night. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. Uh, that was also the last time I stayed up till 4 o'clock in the morning. But uh, it's like it's, it's weird the way that social media mine. works, though. It's like in the process of them, like, making it to where, uh, you know, you know, everything's all secure and stuff now to where you're like, with this, your interest is this, so you're down this lane. They also limit you, though. It limits you to promotion. It's like, because used to, somebody could share something on Facebook and it would go to every single one of their followers or friends that they're friends with, and they would all be aware of what is going on with this. You know, at least they saw it once or twice. Now it's like, if you've seen this post already, they make it to where you don't have to see it over and over again. Yeah. And used to the fact that I mean it's the same thing. I used to I, I used to go by this thing of like name recognition. Doesn't matter what your band name is, your name is, blah blah blah, whatever it is. If so many people see it, eventually, if they see it enough times, they're going to be like, well, I know of this. Or whenever it catches, it catches good because they've been hearing about it for so long. And that still works, but you can't manipulate that the same way on social media these days as you used to be able to. No. And and another issue with social media to me. To me, another issue with social media is is the oversaturation. Yes, and and, and I think that's a great thing and a bad thing. Like it's, I think it's great that anybody can post on social media and try to get their name out there. Right. But at the same time, you're overcrowded with a bunch of dog okay. shit, fucking dog shit. I mean, what's I'm, the reason? And this goes. And this is kind of what I was trying to circle back around to. Something we've always heard as people who have wanted to have a band that was successful or a project that was successful is what makes you stand out? You know, you hear that all the time. It's like, uh, what makes you stand out from the other, let's just say pop punk bands or whatever like that. All right, I'm going to go out and probably like make half the band hate me, but I'm going to well, say... Well, we are a band. Yeah, so That's I'm going to say going. the elements that I enjoy the most about <coughs> this band, no offense, are the vocals, mainly because Colby's a Hella good musician. He's just kind of been sitting over there, but um, yeah, he's killing the whole yeah, like long hair, yeah, chilling in this. Yeah, just literally like, like just, like, <sighs> just being. He's just he's living his best life. So he's like, I've never punched Buckles. a preacher. My bad, guys. But, I'm sorry, I can't relate. And I'm, and I'm gonna say, and I'm I'm gonna say drums, but only the reason what? being because I know I'm the drummer, but the reason I'm gonna say that is because the music, the type of music we play, it gives an opportunity for drums to shine through a lot more. Yeah. Because in other genres, it's a lot harder for drums to shine through because the music's so complex, it wouldn't matter if you played anything complex or not because it's just, it sounds like it's just supposed to be there. 
in this type of setting, when you have a lot of, you know, just very open chords and, and oh, yeah, there's, a lot of room. there's a lot of room to articulate. So <laughs> yeah, but, I did my part. <laughs> yeah, I did my part. But it's there the vocals for me, I think. <laughs> the vocals are what stand out the most to me. In the well, band. something, just for, from being as someone who has been had the privilege of being able to listen to all, a lot of y'all's music, between me fishing it out of you or fishing it out of him, like, I, I do get to listen to a lot of y'all's music. Just send them to the news. The news add them to the drop box. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead. Just add me to the drop box. You can. I was going to say, I've tried. I think Jason's still in there. Yeah, Jason's still out. in the drop box. He's out, he's out now? Oh, okay. I saw JG on the the other day. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah I, oh, I thought Jay, I put him out. There, yeah, Jason, we love you, man. <laughs> Jason got the goat. I mean, yeah, bro. It's pop punk. We're not, like, reinventing the wheel here. We're just, like, writing, like, just our version. Pretty simple music, but you know, everyone just does their own thing. I mean, I grew up listening to metal and playing metal, so it's really weird. How do you edit these cuts? <laughs> pause. Is it recording? With pauses, apparently. Yeah, we're recording. All right, so back to what we were talking about a second ago. So the Covenant, you said, is uh, planning on having a reunion show with a different vocal. <laughs> I think that's what. That's what. <laughs> I don't remember saying that at all. I no, think that's, the, that's the window is gone. The window is gone. I thought I heard something. About yes, that. it's gone. The window is gone, dude. The the thing about it is, it's like you know when Elijah passed, we had enough momentum. What? But we a hundred percent. I a hundred percent dropped the dropped the ball. They're all done. Good job. I'm, what? I'm happy. What happened? Congratulations. Oh, I'll drink to that. You drank all your beer? Yeah. Oh, no. How did you drink that whole Well, piece of beer? No, we, me and him should. Here, bro, you want one of these? Yes. Damn. So, have you ever considered you have a problem? <laughs> well, now you can't get one. I was trying to leave one, too. I don't want any more of this shit. I'll, I'll, take, I'll take one. Look at that logo. Is it like it's good? <laughs> oh, okay, well, then we'll all get one. That's good, so I yeah. love that song. Anybody? Dakota? No, I'm good. Sing it for me. We'll it's get trash beer. Kobe? We'll get on. <laughs> <laughs> But in all honesty, no four locos. <laughs> yeah, we, we looked for four locos on the way here. And did y'all really? Yeah, they don't have this. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, not with the caffeine anymore. Like, oh, I was legit trying to go hard with the four locos. So I, I, I was telling that story last night. So I marched slam with I do, I do, uh, you know, reach a certain level of curiosity for the sake of, you know. In all honesty, you guys are all grown. You, you know, you're trying to figure out life, get it all figured out, just like the rest of us. Sure. Uh, this band, which I have been championing pretty hard before you guys even came out, by the way, before y'all started putting out music and stuff, like, and I'm going to continue to do that, me personally, and I'm pretty confident that most, that. a large majority of the people that listen to this show that are going to listen to this are going to check you guys out and all that other good stuff. You guys are going to be performing a show soon. Yes, September 3rd at 3.15 <laughs> supposed to. Yeah. September third at three fifteen. If you yeah. want to be hot PM. as fuck and drink some beer, hey, come look, out. I'm not gonna lie, but I'm not gonna lie. Look, this is the first time they're doing this festival, but at the same time, I've looked at it, and there's supposed to be a lot of great Col- venues. Columbia's building, bro. Columbia's and there's supposed to be a lot of great vendors there. A lot of great, you know, food and beer, and I mean, it, it should be a really cool thing. Um, are you fucking away? Really no, about to do that? Taking that? I mean, I will, but <laughs> I don't know. That's different. People with the water. Anyway, yeah. but no, it's a great. I mean, it seems like it's going to be a really cool little festival. 
I just... Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. That's going to go. I'm looking forward to it. I'm very much looking forward to it. Yeah. Let me ask you guys. I have a question. Oh, we're so good. No, I actually have a question for Colby. Colby, right? Dun, dun. That's how, that's how, he, that's how he, I had a friend growing up that I got excommunicated from our friend group because my dad got pissed. His name was Kobe. Kobe? Like beef? There was no L, but still his name is Kobe, and uh, I always feel bad for some reason. Sometimes I don't know if people want to be called like Kobe. Just ignore the L, or if it's, no, it's the L's there. I, everyone I've ever talked to that has ever like said the your worst name question the past, I've ever heard for the past fifteen years, they've said Colby. So I'm just saying Colby as well. Like the cheese. Have you guys? Have you guys considered? Have you guys considered? I think of Colby every time I buy cheese. <laughs> uh, you know what I think? I think of American. <laughs> no, uh, I got a five-pound bag of Colby Jackson. Have you guys? Have you guys considered? Have you guys considered a cover song? Yeah, we can set it. We can set it like every week. I'm still saying, look, I'm gonna bring. I'm up, up for any I, song. You you get them together. I said, yeah. tell which song. Hey, we learned the Fallout Boy song. Look, look, we did learn Fallout Boy song. But I sent this last night. Watching him play Fallout Boy would be fucking hilarious. Right? It's great. It's great cover. I mentioned this in the group chat. And by the time he's forty, dude, he's going to be covering Poison. He's giving it a Bruce Friday night. Look, we can play, we can play it ain't nothing but a good time, and I'll be about it. Hey, man, you let me know. But we mentioned this, or I mentioned this last night in the group chat, but I also have mentioned this, we've mentioned this a lot. I would like to do a cover we could literally rewrite, in a sense, but I was thinking about... Oh, that would be beautiful. I was thinking about it, hear me out. 27 by Machine Gun Kelly, something like that. Something where you have something that's got a... A chord progression that you could do on guitar. I mean, just Dude, like you, no. Listen, I'm talking about a punch. Right? <laughs> no, a punch. That yeah, is I'm a punch. saying rewrite it. We gonna double sell out. So not <laughs> we gotta play the gospel. So the preacher's here. I'm talking about like, listen. I don't. I don't want to shit on Max's idea because it's probably a great idea. I'm trying to rewrite right. it. Is the, you, point. the goal in doing the cover as in, let's just say your first show, your second show, your third show, whatever. The goal in doing the cover is to bring people in. I promise you that no one, no one that is going to be at the Columbia Music Festival. Listen, I do a podcast. I do a podcast called Hillian Hideout Podcast with some friends. They started the podcast, but I'm a third co-host. We have had three different episodes where we spend shitting on Machine Gun Kelly. I don't mind his music. Oh, yeah, I, I don't like some of them songs. I, like, I don't I mind. Just, I, he's got some bangers. And listen, even I, I would prefer, have preferred you hear that say that song that he did with Old Boy for Premium Horizon. I would prefer. I haven't you, heard that one. Oh my god! Did a cover, I did a cover of it. Yeah. Well, there you go. Why are we doing that cover? Because nobody will learn anything. I will learn it. Nobody mentioned it to me. We are ready to learn. We got Listen, as far as covers go though, 
And I'm telling you because you're the front man. So yeah, give me your best suggestion. I know that all these guys have known each other longer, but you're still the front man. So you, true. you know your range. I've known them all about the same time. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess you're right. <laughs> I, I'm just saying don't let them team up on you. No, nah, give me some hits, though. We just need suggestions really more than we yeah. need. I mean, I, and I try. Obviously, the first thing I would think would be like go to something that is within y'all's. I said Seven Nation Army, and I got a lot of retaliation. So yeah, this guy. I'm not sure what this could be more acceptable. All right, now I'm gonna play that song. But yeah, so it was Seven Nation. Song it's like at least three notes in that song. Yeah. It's, it's very broad. I think let's think about honing in a little more. Sure, sure. I'm about it. Because that is a good idea. Though. Sure. I was just thinking broad at the Columbia Music Festival. Who wouldn't know that? Song? Hey, you've got yeah, quite, yeah, the, yeah. quite the broad variety of people you're in a band with. Dude. All right, guys. So. Have to learn by next practice then. Fuck it. Can't we just right play like, like, kind of like a yeah, metal course or a Blink One Eighty Two song? Hey, but okay, you might be joking, but just name one. There might be one. Which one fits into the category of the broadest song? Oh, hey, you guys can. What's that bullet for my Valentine's song? Uh, all these things I hate. <laughs> Wait, tears don't fall. These tears don't fall. Don't fall. <laughs> but no, I mean a good a good cover song. A Blink One Eight Two song. A good cover song is just a really popular and song that everybody will know. What Fall Out Boy song? Did he say y'all learned a Fall Out Boy song? Yeah, yeah. a little less sixteen candles. That's a good one. I don't but would the like would the common man know that song? You guys could do Jimmy World. Name me your best Poison song. Jimmy World. No one listens insane. to Poison. I know some Green Day songs I learned Green Day just songs. for giggles. Hey, if y'all do Holiday, man, y'all gotta let me come through. Oh man. <laughs> The representative from man. Mississippi has the floor. That'd be dope. Oh, dude, I put a bandana and wouldn't let my hair down, dude. I swear to God, I would let it go. You guys Speak. go to carry on the rest of the song. I'm kick over the instrument. I've learned. Uh, I saw this, dude. The commies are coming. <laughs> the rookies are here. And they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> you got to play it last. Like, do you want to play what you like, or do you want to play what is popular? Okay, it's a cover song. Yeah. You kind of want to. I'm being dramatic. I'm being dramatic about the, 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 the Green Day thing, but in the I same. I mean, break, you could do both, I guess. You to can. An extent. This is the thing because if you if you learn a cover, and it's like, hey, they do a cover of blah 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 blah, and it's lit. You want a song that like say there's there's a crowd of a hundred people, but there's twenty people like us in that hundred. You know what I'm saying? Like I say, people like us who know catalog or whatever it may be, and then those 20 people get to 160 percent, be like, "Oh my God, I've never seen this band before." But the fact that they covered, da 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 da. So it doesn't have to be as broad as say Green Day or even yeah. as much of a Seven Nation Arm. And I'm just spitballing. Here. They did a Rolling Stones song. I haven't heard a new band do a Rolling Stones song. I'm just talking about for our target. I mean, I'm just assuming when we go play this music festival, like it's not going to be any people like us there. Maybe a couple, but like it's going to be there will like be a few. There will be a few also, not just because of the fact that of what that crowd is, but because of the fact that you guys are playing. Okay, yeah, you, there might, will, you might not realize there that. will be a handful of people there to see us, but it's going to be like Olivia. And her sister. I think you're underestimating. I think you're underestimating. My man would cut his own legs off in a race. That's more. That's more than that. There are there are people there are people who are not involved with the scene and are not as acclimated and deacclimated as you guys are, who will be at that show. I know it sounds weird. Maybe I'm just being a pessimist, but this is uh, uh, you know it's what I've known. If you think of the rest of your life, let me let's put it this way: think about the way that you you would feel 
If you went to any concert and they covered Killing in the Name of by Rage Against the Machine, you might not be the biggest Rage Against the Machine fan, but you know when that song comes on, you're like, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. You might be standing there with your girl on your arm, you might be standing there with a beer in your hand, leaning against the wall, but there's a part of you that wants to be right up in front of that stage. But that's what the, you gotta think about it though. Like ninety five percent of people aren't us. Well, yeah, but you're right. But the like, thing is, you gotta think about your audience. Ninety five percent of people are never going to listen or care about your music. Exactly. The people that are there, that are there, that hear you, and they're all they might like you already. But when you do whatever cover it may be, you've got them forever, bro. I was at their first show. I was yes. at their second that show. That 5% of people, yes, but what about the other 95% of people that are there to like eat good-ass food and listen to like fucking country bands? They, okay, who cares? They're not going to care anyway. You're who there. cares? Right. <laughs> they're not going to care anyway. Like, who, who cares? Like, I mean, it's like, either way, my big thing with this show, I want to do, and I still need to get with somebody about it, maybe you... I mean, like, uh, he must be talking about you because he's pointing you places. You and the red Delta Zone. Some okay. So, uh, my main thing with the show, I want to get the word out, the promotion side of it. I want to get you know something. I don't care if it's burnt CDs. I don't care okay. if it's T-shirts. I, I don't a, care if it's wristbands. I got a better idea for you. If you guys really want to set the stage, just shut the fuck up. I want you to get, get before you go. I want you to get a big ass rope, like some massive like rope that you would find. Like, <laughs> like I'm talking about, well. like like huge, like just massive knot after knot after knot. And get That's it. illegal. It has to be. It has to be <laughs> Wait, what kind of knot? Cut oh. that out. Cut that part out. I want you to soak this shit in diesel for three days. Uh, it's probably still illegal. And you put this shit all across the front of the stage. And before you perform whatever cover song you do, Wait, wet it. Light it. And set that fire. bitch on fire. The only Don't tell anyone at the festival this is your plan. When they kick you off stage, you lose your shit, all this crazy stuff. You will find that five percent hands down. That five percent are fucking fans forever. Fans forever. This guy's the greatest. These kids got chopped. The other ninety-five percent will never fucking forget you. Yeah, we burned down your festival. Our set could be complete trash, but as long as we go like buck wild, I guess. Fuck, I won't do what you tell me, motherfucker. It's like a fine line between being like playing the set good and like being wild. That's my big thing. Why don't we just have fun? Listen, when it all boils down to it, the whole point me bringing up the thing about the color. God damn it. What was that point about the cover? <laughs> damn it, Colby! <laughs> hey, Colby got... I wish we would have been filming. If we could have filmed this... <laughs> that would have been the... It just would have been like a loop of a... Uh, 0.8 of a second of you sliding. Just yeah, the whole conversation... <laughs> was that with the cover? Just him doing that. Check out the rest of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Check out the rest of the podcast. Bap, 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 bap. Check out the rest of the podcast. <laughs> But like the the cover, the reason why I say that though is just I think when it comes, there's a form. There could be a formula to using the cover to drag people in. Big facts. Obviously, Big facts. Why, okay, let me ask you something. Why didn't you try to perform at any one of these random festivals that happen in Macomb? What festival? Like Iron Horse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like the Iron Horse Festival or, uh, or s- smoking on the track. I don't think they had music, honestly. Yeah. Here's well, the thing. Both of them. They, they, they had cover bands. 
like that. See, that's, see, that's, that's, the, that's the hard part. part. I'm not trying to be a pessimist. I know I sound very pessimistic, but my that's idea nice of really. playing my first show in like over a decade, like I want to play with other bands that are similar to us and in front of people that actually want to hear the music. Yeah. Okay. That's well, hard to listen to me. Listen, literally next weekend, if y'all want to, y'all can perform at the tavern. Swear. I, this is a hands down. If you guys wanted to perform at the tavern, what have I said about sure. the Hattiesburg scene like over and show. over? <coughs> There's so I'm many not, places. I'm not, saying, I'm not necessarily saying that you should. I'm just saying that you <laughs> wanted to. I've played at the tavern so many times. I already know the layout. And listen, there would be people there, and you could perform. It might not be you know the craziest show in the world, but it would still be a show. If if you guys want to make, I know I know people literally that we could text right now when we get done with this that I could be like, hey, my homeboys are wanting to book a show, help them out, and they will make it happen. But I mean, you see what I'm, I'm not saying, saying, right? Exclusive. I'm just saying. It's I not mean, you right understand now. where I'm coming from. 100. percent Like, I mean, it's cool. To, one thing to like play at a festival with like a bunch of unrelated bands where like no one really cares, but it's a different thing to play a actual show at a venue with other similar bands where people are there to like to be that. into the music. Be into yeah, it. Sure. That's but a completely like, different like vibe and atmosphere. I do go back and forth on this thing too. Just thinking about that show. Because I've seen like the smoking on the tracks and stuff like that. Nobody It wouldn't be our, no. our vibe. There's like yeah. thirty yeah. people. We don't honestly I don't want to ruin the mood for y'all. Around. Like that's <laughs> my thing. I'd be like it's all got I know y'all don't want to hear us or you know singing yeah. like yeah. crazy playing heavy breakdowns like, I understand that <laughs> yeah. it's like and, and, and here in Mississippi you have to kind of make do with what you can make uh, do yeah I mean I understand if people are like yeah y'all should just play a show like you should be happy just to be able to play a show and I'm like yes yeah. but also no like yeah, I would rather before, but I would rather not play way. a show than play like a really shitty show yeah. where like no one's we interested can, we can sure. always do days I talked to him about it again last night. Dude, you know how, you know how crazy it would be to see you guys at days? I wouldn't be there, but I would definitely watch. It would be a live stream. Well, it would be a live stream. It would be a live stream. It would be What a bitch. Well, I still say we did What was told to me was we'd be using Barry's front of house, and then Barry would be like the closer. He's just a DJ. Do they have a DJ days now? No, just like for major parties. He comes in, he's got the whole light rack, the damn. Hey, that light rack, bro. Hey, that's good pictures. You get some good pictures. That shit makes wonders, true. Yeah. It does a lot more than you would think. He's got a legit setup, dude. I just ordered this thing. Actually, this like I just ordered. Speaking of like that kind of stuff, this is completely unrelated. But have you ever seen those classic? Have you ever seen those bump boxes? They're basically modern no day. No box, I'd bump. <laughs> they're basically modern day jukeboxes. What about or modern day. Life over the door. What the modern day Like, like you know, like, you know, like the ones you hold on your yeah. Like a ghetto blaster. Yeah, ghetto blaster. Like, like about that shit. So I got box. The yeah, boombox. A radio. Yeah, like the like the. But it's modern day. It's modern day. It's Bluetooth and and it's got the you know microphone and all that. Make quick. I was working on something. And. It's a Stevo edition, so it's all Stevo shit. But anyways, it'll be wow. here this coming up week. But anyways, continue. <laughs> I don't know why it made me think about. Yeah, it made Maybe me think, I am rambling. My yeah, bad. Yeah, it made, it made me think about speakers. Go ahead. <laughs> I ordered some speakers. Okay, right, there, there you go. Fuck these dudes, dude. I wanted you to talk about the boombox for thirty more minutes. <laughs> You were the one that said you had a topic, so get to it, motherfucker. <laughs> I, I can guarantee y'all. I can guarantee y'all that Max will be back on this podcast probably before any of you crackers will ever make it back. <laughs> Max actually comes to see me every now and then. I do. I come every time I come to Hattiesburg. I have to come see the boy. 
but no, I digress. The, the only reason I was the only reason I was going. <laughs> I the only reason I was going. <laughs> I digress. You say digress like we say karma. Hey, I got another, I got another thing. While I got you guys on the record, look, bro. I'll go have these on the music video. Let's do it. Yeah, I'll we tried that once, bro. Listen, no, listen. I'll go have these on the music video. Y'all need to get that, you know. MGK type of feature, you know what I'm saying? Like, you need to get a, you know, a oh, subscribe yeah. white boy, you know? So we're like going I'm full mainstream. Oh, we're going, yeah. oh, we're going yeah. full sellout. So are you going to be like grass Not stains and marijuana or like... <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm putting on a flat bill that comes down about where Max's got his. Yeah, right. And then I just, you know, and why not? You know, let me get like the third verse in it, the bridge slash last verse. Oh, yeah. And then, you I'm know, the kids love it. That's the main reason why I say I'll shave if y'all want me to. But I'm saying like the kids love the kids. Yeah. Like, I just want to make the kids happy. Yeah. <laughs> but with all that with all that being said, like <laughs> it's also some, something I will say that's different about promoting music now versus back in the day is like being in the mix. It was easier to promote music when I was A partying you know, at the, yeah. uh, hanging out at college, hanging out with friends in high school, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Now we're a little bit more grown, and the times have changed. I've been thinking about pushing my music through the high school now that I'm working there this semester, but I feel like because there's curse words in it, I probably could get in some trouble. It's not about that, dude. Work. It's about the fact of you talking to little kids. Yeah, I don't know how to <laughs> <do> that. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's not it's you exclusively. My band teacher told me to check out his band. Yeah. They're seventeen. It's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Most of them are seventeen. Can we delete that whole fucking part right there? <laughs> <laughs> you just like, you know, you can cut that up and make it whatever you want. Like, that, that's not how I'm going to do No, to not cut that out, let's make this clear. That's not what I meant. I meant that I teach a drum You're making it worse. Take that whole thing. Take that whole And I thought. <laughs> never mind. Don't do that. Never mind. I have to step in and act. Never mind. Just never mind. Teach at this high school. I digress. Just, just tell him to check out my band. Shit. <laughs> I digress. I digress. Hey, come here. Hey, come here. I got a band. Let me show you my band. Did you say van, sir? No, band. Candy van. Where's the music at? Oh, it's in my van. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. We should really name ourselves Candy Man. Candy Man. That was a name that was Potential band name. Candy Van. That was a that was a name that was thrown out. Candy Van. Y'all actually had the opportunity to name your band Candy Van. Y'all said Sick in the Summer? Yeah. Sick in the Summer. We are still in the Summer. Candy Van, y'all would have to make music like he is like. Like y'all had to make like kind of like the lyrics are like really risque, like edgy. Yeah, it's got to be like some real. You had to say shit like way more predatorial type things. Mason, <laughs> <laughs> you know we're on a watch list. We get famous though. No, no, you're you're going on a watch list after being on this oh, podcast. <laughs> we're done. I mean, I haven't Dude, mentioned Hillary Clinton once. <laughs> Just kidding. But no, uh, hey, all bullshit aside, you know, made two hours. I appreciate you guys for pulling up and talking to me and getting on the show. Like. I, what I basically where I was going with that is I'm obviously I am personally going to promote you guys to the to a default to look like, to the point where I look like a fool for promoting you guys, but like I think it would be cool if you guys find a way to be able to build up like a bit of a community. If nothing else, you're building it from the ground floor. You don't have a lot of competition. Like that, right? And you There's know no one around. Like that's the crazy thing about where we're at. There's nobody else doing original. Well, there's there's um. 
Yeah, another one. But there's is there a band? Another band of McCall? Well, I don't know. Allegedly. If really a band yet. I, I don't know. <laughs> there's something in the works. This there's is what happened with the, the, the space race, by the way. But once that other stuff started, I almost feel like that's an opportunity to like revive the music scene around there. That's what uh, you know. I, I get like, it. Uh, I want the Rotary days. You know, I hate to bring it up like that but I want those shows I want the Johnston Chapel I want right. you know it doesn't have to be there but this and is, that's why I was saying I think we're past the churches though oh yeah no, no churches <laughs> yeah. No, no churches I get what he's saying though that this, right. this is for, for me what it was with you know just even with booking the show we did last year was my thought process was like when we were kids that we, I mean I didn't have the best house, like home life growing up sure. like with my parents or whatever but, I know you live in my brother's closet a lot. <laughs> that was that, that was by choice. That was, that was but like, like it's one of those things. Like you, if you know three, this sounds so small and elementary, but three weeks from now there's going to be a concert. These bands are big to you; they're larger than life to you. But they might just be like popular within a state or two. But you know they're coming to your town, so it's like, oh my god, this is cool. And even if you weren't a fan, you were by the time they got there. Sure. Enough to know like a few things, and it's like. That doesn't happen anymore for our town. Sure, and I think say. people forget how fast word can spread like that. It's like a wildfire. Uh, fire. Fire. <laughs> it's it's like a forest. 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 It's like a wildfire. Yeah. Like it, it's one of those things to me. It's one person turns into two, two turns into four, and so on and so forth, all the way up to millions of people. It takes that one person to just be die hard and just be like. I'm gonna share this everywhere, and then another dot hard comes out, and they share right. it. And another, and it, it just keeps going. It, it's not. It's it, like it's like Dave Grohl said. Like um, I hate the quote, but like Dave Grohl, he said he thinks that. Um, the the thing he said, like straight up, is like he thinks still the best way to stay is just get out and play. Yeah. Get yeah. out and play. That's it. I just don't know if kids like music anymore the way they used to. It's really. Yeah, I think they like snippets. Yeah, they like Spotify changed a lot. We used, I had a whole CD collection growing up of all the bands. I still I have liked. my Green Day I mean, CD case. I don't know that kids even could tell you their favorite artist as often as I could back in when I was fifteen. Right. It's, like, it's possible the value is not there. Yeah. And, uh, and that's hard to. It's, admit. it's hard to. If, yeah. if you look at it from the broader perspective of just in general, the the value is not there. Whether it be like with TV shows and. You know, people who are older and have schedules like daily, and you know, you have a daily or weekly schedule. It's like TV shows still hold a little bit of value, but when it comes to something like music, I think that I was having this conversation about how like uh, podcasts are so popular now. Like, so many people are into podcasts because they listen. Because music is almost just like a pool of something where it's like you have to pick out. And if I have to pick it out constantly, like if it's all there. The thing that I like the most, there's 27 different artists that are like right there in front of me at all time that make what I like the most. I don't have to dig for it. I don't have to search. I don't have to like... And that search causes that appreciation. If you go see a band live, you appreciate them so much more because you could just say investment. It's like one of those things, a, a marketing thing is like a, you, you reach out to people and you're like, you're collecting music for your podcast or your band. If somebody gives you five bucks... Even if it's just to like, oh, you're helping your friend out, they're going to pay more attention to you than somebody who never gave you anything. Sure. No matter what, they're going to be like, oh, I gave him five bucks once, and I remember that, you know, but oh, I see that he's still doing it, so oh, I see he's still grinding with that, and blah, blah, blah. That lasts for forever. And back in the day, our, especially for before you had your iTunes and before you had your Spotify's and stuff working as well as they are, 
Apple Music working as well as they do now. It's like used to, they would have to go to your show and buy like your $6 EP that you burned yourself. That's how it was for all of us when we first started getting into music. And it's now it's like even that small band that needs that revenue or needs that extra emotion attached to their music, oh, it's all good because they before they even went on the road, before they even did anything with this music, they put it on wherever I could stream it. It's like, oh, I can go see them. Or I can be like, nah, I listen to those six songs and I don't really care about that direction they're going in and so forth. And, and so there's on. so much other music, why not I just listen to something else? Exactly. Uh, it's like Spotify makes the music less valuable like they bring everything to you you so can just you go ahead and go song. look for it like they're sending you curated playlists for what they think you want to so hear really so like you, you don't look to, it's like you almost have to stuff. catch yeah. the company's attention right versus the the the, the single it's even as small as the fact of i bought yeah. i bought your album or i bought your project so if i bought it i'm obviously already invested and then on top of that, I am invested that small amount of having to go dig it out of the crate, kind of how you were saying, or dig it out of the box, yeah. and put it in and listen to it. Like, I'm leaving this shit in for a couple of days because, you know. I still buy CDs for that purpose because yeah. when it's in my car, I, I force myself to listen to it yeah. in a different way. That you value it differently. I do value it, it yeah. <laughs> and it's like an entire project. Like You might get like six or seven like songs through and be like, you know what, fuck it, dude. I'm putting on something old, you know, or something like that. I don't yeah. care, you know. After a trip or two to work, you hadn't even finished the whole album, and then it's time to move on to something else. It's like I don't even really. And care. there's something to be said about that. It's um, I know that I don't know if anybody else in here. I know Tim is, but uh, like just as an example, of that is a band tool. Now I'm yeah. a I'm a tool nut. Yeah, you are definitely a tool. Getting <laughs> getting the cover of Lateralis tattooed on my arm as we speak, but yeah. it. They're, they didn't do streaming up until a year or two Yeah, ago. like to a year or two ago, yeah. And the reason Rogan. for it... On Joe Rogan, of course. Of right. course, on Joe Rogan, Maynard, which is one of his <laughs> yeah. good friends. Yeah. Both good wow. friends. It, he made a good point, though. It's, it's the simple fact of, I want you to listen to my piece, my album, yeah. my, my whole work. I don't want you to just cut a single and then just go about your business. There's no value to that. But at the same time, we're living in a different spot. Like we're a different part of society where, unfortunately, the attention spans of people has been cut in fucking millions. And the only thing they know is 30-second clips on TikTok or 10-second clips on TikTok. And it's, yeah, it's a almost, different way. almost no point in even like doing an album until you get like some recognition. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like no you one's going to care. focus on singles. There's no reason to do an album until a label makes you, basically. Yeah. I mean, and these days, that, they're fading away from that, too. So. Yeah. yeah, so it's like singles. Albums single, are just single, single. all your singles in a, in a package now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah basically that's all it is. It's just but a single in package. the same breath, why not? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, the way you guys got started, y'all been dropping singles, and it's going to take a, time, a little bit of time to boil, but I'm telling you, you guys are going to start to see a little bit more traction online after y'all do a show, because that 5%. I'm telling you, it's like... It, it, it's more than none. That's yeah, for sure. Exactly. Even if it's one more person. <laughs> and you're in a position to where you don't. Have, none of you have to put all of your chips into this one specific thing. As far as life yeah. goes, individual life and interest goes, oh, you can put. It. You can put in. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, can I stay here tonight? <laughs> 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 
that crash here? I haven't paid rent in like four months. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, six months go by, I'm like, you guys want to come out and do a pod or whatever? Y'all pull up and he's like brushing his teeth in there. Like, I'm like, he hasn't left. I was like, he's been here since you guys left last time. No wonder he hasn't been to practice. take him? But with all that being said, I think that you guys, you know, you're in an interesting position, but you're also in an interesting position to attack what y'all are doing because of the fact that it's like, a little bit of confidence out of this guy, like he'd be like, Oh, I'm, I don't know how I feel about that China snare or China, <laughs> China snare. China <laughs> snare. I feel like you've heard him say some China snare. Uh, uh, that was great. Yeah, like, uh, it snapped me out on my phone. I was like, What? China all, that, snare. all that kind of stuff is like when it has that, it's like you guys have that, but in the same breath, you also like IP is IP. IP starts with the fact that you guys have music recorded. It doesn't matter if you record it on a computer or if you record it in a studio, if you record it wherever. If you guys decide that y'all want to take y'all's IP that you have and multiply it, then go right ahead. You have the opportunity to do it, especially if you're wanting to build whatever it is that you have that you're working on right now. Like when it comes to this music stuff, if you guys take advantage of the fact that the Internet is there, that the Internet is on some weird shit, and nobody knows where it's going to go next. We have no idea. Exactly. It's not just you guys. It's everybody else. Have you looked at the internet recently, though? It's like, there's no clear direction. There's no clear direction whatsoever. And I'm waiting until Monday at about 9 o'clock when the, the internet decides to start talking about something other than the fact that Trump got raided. Oh, my God. That came up on my news feed. But did you hear Trump got during raided? During this podcast. <laughs> He's you demanding. Don't, you don't get it. He got raided. No, he's <laughs> demanding. It's actually news to he's me. He's demanding <laughs> his stuff be returned to Mario Lago. Mario Lago. Very disappointing. That's what he's demanding. We've made it so far. Let's. <laughs> yeah, that shit. Listen, oh, that shit you sick in the summer on what? Everything? Everything. Everything. We out here. Sick in the summer. We out. Uh, forever. 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 Listen, guys, you guys got a show. What day is it? September 3rd. It is September 3rd? September 3rd at 3.15 in Columbia at the Columbia Music and Food. Columbia Music and Food Festival. It's going to be a great, for us, it's going to be a great show. If you heard this podcast, come say what's up. Yeah. There you go. Do a shout out. If you heard this podcast and you see them at that show, please tell them you heard them on this podcast. It'd be so sick. Even if you heard about the show. It would literally make my day. I'll give you this podcast every person who comes up and says, "Tim will give you a dollar if you say you heard this." What's the promo code? What's the promo code? Yeah, what's the promo code? Ooh, no, no. Are are y'all releasing any any new music before the show? No, no. If we do, we wouldn't know right now. We it's up to Colby. We did our best. Uh, we got some stuff in the works. We're just him. You know. <laughs> but speaking back, Tim hasn't paid rent in four months, so you can cash the episode of Burn 601. Yeah. B-E-R-N 601. Bro, shut your ass up. You had more money than all of us. <laughs> He's like, why do you think I get it? Burn 601. <laughs> <laughs>